Welcome to Art Everywhere. Today, my guest is Emilio Daniel Flores. I guess. What's up? Also known as the dude behind Tacos 916. So if you've seen the. Yes, yes. If you've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've seen the the yellow and red pop up tent, then uh, then you've probably been drawn to it. Bomb, dude. Thank you. Thank Bomb. So. Uh, we, he made us some micheladas. Yes, Cheers. Salud. Cheers, brother. Salud. Happy Friday. Happy Friday <laughs> on a Monday. Monday. <laughs> Happy Friday on a Monday. He's in vacation mode. Let's go. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a miche guy, bro, but that's really good. It's savory. You know, it's not like uh, a lot of others. Mine's is a homemade mix. It's fresh, refreshing. Did I say fresh? You said fresh. <laughs> it is, dude. Yeah. It's tasty. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's kind of dangerous. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah. I I try not to drink too many heavy, because like when they're savory like that, when they're full, Mm -hmm. like I try not to drink too many because I just get sluggish and then I want to take a nap. I'm like, oh, I get too comfortable. I heard that. Yeah, I'm like, ah. Like I have two of those things and I'll just wake up on the couch like, oh, what? Right? Oh, yeah. I I just went out and bought a a Chivas jersey for Guadalajara. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. And I tried it on and. My normal size, it fit me a little snug. And I was like, man, after two micheladas, I'm going to look pregnant. Got to up it one more. Uh, let's go, man. Right? These fuckers are good, dude. Thank you. Yeah, a, a lot of times you go, and I, and I hate when they got those, uh, you know, the styrofoam cups that are like pre, like the, the, the rim. Yeah, pre-dipped. I'm like, Chalky. Yeah, it's like, it's like eating like some old Lucas or something. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. dude, I don't, I don't want that shit. Yo, we were rolling it out, trying to break it up. Yeah, dude. I'm like, ah. But, you know, sometimes that's all they got. They're like, oh, it's, uh, it's right. like, ah, I'll drink it. Fuck. Now, you guys got to come check out a pop-up. I sell uh, micheladas in the 32-ounce Big Gulp glasses. <sighs> Those things are, like, huge. I got girls, they take pictures of it next to their head and stuff, you know, and it's, like, same size. Bro, Pretty you're cool. giving us the game, bro. Yes, sir. I love it. Hmm. So, hmm. uh, we do pop-ups, like, throughout the week. I try to do pop-ups at least two, three times a month. Recently, we've been doing a little bit more because I got more carts now, so we're kind of branching out around town at the same time. Oh, nice. So mm-hmm. you've expanded? I've expanded. Uh, I got a total of four carts now. I got two taco carts and two michelada carts. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, fucking awesome. So how'd you get started, man? Um, I fell on my ass. That's how I got started. My dad fired me. Um, fuck yeah. It was like the seventh time that year that I got fired. You know, yeah? I'm 31 years old now, so I got a daughter. She's two. And I'm kind of like, man, like, why am I still getting fired? Why am I still getting treated like a kid? I've been here my whole life. You know? Yeah, because uh, you're, tell everybody who your dad is. My dad's Danny Flores. He owns Taqueria Jalisco, downtown on 16th and D, across from the Washington Pro- neighborhood center. Probably the fucking nicest, like, most. Driving. Uh, yeah, dude, he's just like such a, like, you you show up and he's like, hey, what's your name? He'll ask you what your kids' names are. He'll ask yeah. you, like, hey, how you been, man? He'll remember your name. It's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You get hundreds of people here throughout the week. And he's just he's just that guy, man. He's just such a nice guy. Nah, he's cool, man. He's man, cool. he's, he's I love cool. my dad. My dad's my best friend. That's why, like, when we, were, we, when we, we weren't getting along too well, you know, I, I had to take a step back and be like, you know, Pops, what's up? You know, are you mad at me? What's going on? He, he didn't have nothing to say to me. You know, and... uh <laughs> That hurt the most. Yeah. You know, so I decided to take the L and I said, you know, because uh, I'm, I'm kind of going a little forward, but the history of it was my grandmother started the restaurant back in 1972. 
my dad came into the taco game in 88. That's when he took it serious. Like, I like that you just said the taco game. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's the taco game. Dude, you know, they got the dope game. They got the basketball game. Stuff yeah, like yeah. That. This is a taco it's game. It's a taco game, know? bro. It's some right, serious shit. Yes, sir. Fuck yeah. No, my dad's OG. He knows everybody in town. Everybody knows him. You know, and he's a, he's a humble guy, like you say. You know, he's a very personable. Um, but he's a firecracker. He's a firecracker. You get out of line, bro. And he'll come out from behind that counter, dog. Have oh, you seen oh. him? Bro, I've, I've, I've heard him. He's yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll tell people to get stepping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He ain't taking no bug. shit. <laughs> yeah, I like that dude a lot. He he calls my son, uh, Danny. He calls him Tokayo. Uh, he's like, hey, Tokayo. I'm like, bro, do you remember the dude? A lot of kids, man, they, they've been going to the restaurant for years. So when they started it out, they're like maybe eight, nine, ten years old. Now they're 30, you know, some. They're like, Uncle French Fry. Because my dad always gives the kids free, free French fries. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah. Your dad's yeah. fucking cool, man. Thank you. But I mean, it 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 makes sense because you're a fucking cool dude too. Mm-hmm. Like you're personable, like all the same shit. So what were you doing? They got you fucking fired, dude. I was being a little spoiled brat, man. To ah. be honest, you know. Um. Uh. So when I got fired, it was last Easter. That's it was the weekend before Easter because I remember I was like, I wonder if he's gonna talk to me because it's Easter, it's family time, we have to get together, but. He didn't call me, he didn't text me, nothing. I was like, damn, like, you know, and I'm just going through with my mind, like, just going crazy. Like, what did I do? You know, and uh, and uh, what had happened? Um, I reached out to him a couple times, and I was emotional, man. You know, I wasn't in the right headspace. We were going at it for quite a while. Um, my grandmother just passed away, so he was going through a mental space. And just us together, we weren't really getting along at the restaurant. And it wasn't for nothing, like, big. It was just tedious stuff, you know. It was like, he's a big dog, and I'm trying to be the big dog, too. And he's like, nah, it ain't going to work like that. Yeah, you can be a big dog. You got to get your own yard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. Um, When I left, I told him, you know what, Pops, I'm going to get a state job. You know, I want to take a little time off. Me and you, we're not getting along right now. Like, let's fix this before it gets too bad. He was like, all right, you know, do what you got to do. You know, he's just, uh, he's old school. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't talk much. He's like, do what you got to do. You know? Yeah, you handle your shit. You got a family to provide for, so yeah. do what you got to do. So uh, I was applying for a state job for a few months, you know, because it takes a while. You got to submit all those applications, take those state tests. And uh, I was getting interviews in, and I was getting interviews to land, like, uh, a gig that would pay, like, 2800 3500 at the most a month. I'm like, geez, you know, I'm the only source of income right now. How am I going to do this? Yeah, that's fucking tight, dude. Yeah, and then, uh, not really. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, no, I mean, that's tight. Like, 2800 for a single household, that's kind of, that's, that's, that could be a little tight if you got. Oh, yeah, that's got, tight, yeah. Yeah, okay, like, yeah, yeah, not like tight, like, yeah, oh, that's like, tight, dude. No, I mean, like, that's, that's tight. Like, ugh, I can't like, go you need to buy a bottle of tequila no more. No, nah, bro, you're fucking, right? <laughs> you're buying some fucking steel reserve or something, bro. Yeah. Um, so I had decided, I said, you know, I worked my whole life in the restaurant. The past 10 years I've been training, I call it training or going to college to take over the restaurant because my dad was part time for a while. He was taking care of my grandma on her last days. And then, uh, yeah, so I, I hit him up. I said, you know, before I told anybody anything, I, I hit him up. I said, can we meet up? Can we talk? He's like, all right, what's going on? I told him, you know, Pops, uh, I think I want to do my own thing now. You know, he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I don't know. I think I want to do a food truck. He's like, all right. I'm like, what do you think? He's like, go ahead. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, can I call it Takari Jalisco or something? You know, he's like, no. You gotta go, <laughs> go figure out your own name. 
he was like, how come you don't call it Emilio's Tacos? And I was like, nah, that just sounds generic. You know, you got Pepe's Tacos, Chando's Tacos. You know, I'm not. Yeah, trying, yeah. I don't really want to put my name on something like that, you know, because what if it fails? I don't want everybody to be like, oh, Emilio's Tacos are sorry. You know? <laughs> uh, so uh, I was brainstorming for about another month or so, kind of just getting some research in as to as far as what do I got to do to open up a food truck? And then uh, the reality hit me. It was like 120 grand, you know, to get a used food truck. And I was like, shit, I don't got that kind of money right now. You know, I just got fired. <laughs> um, so I started doing more research and like looking at people's Instagram accounts in LA and San Diego and stuff like that. And I seen taco carts. I'm like, how come I don't do a taco cart? It's COVID right now. People aren't going to gather up in like 100, 200 plus people. You know, people are doing small gatherings. I think a taco cart will work. So uh, I went out and bought a taco cart. And then once I got a taco cart, I'm like, okay, shit. Now what am I going to call this? And uh, I threw, you know, Emilio's tacos out there. I did sack taco carts. Um, what else did I do? 916 taco carts. And then I was like, you know, fuck it. Nine, tacos 916. That's tough, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, because I'm from the 916. And then I'm like, all right, what does tacos 916 mean? So I had to, like, uh, create a story behind it. And then I said, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say raised by taqueros. And they're, you know, so that yeah. way people are like, the hell is raised by taqueros? It's kind of funny, like, hearing people ask me all the time, what does that mean? And uh, it's a conversation starter. For sure, dude. It tells people who I am, you know? My name's uh, Emilio. I own Tacos 916, and I was raised by taqueros. Taqueros is a person who cooks tacos or sells tacos for a living. And that's who I am. I was raised by my grandmother, raised by my father, and here I am doing a third generation type thing, you know? Yeah. Getting out there and grinding. Well, I like that. I like that story. It's a cool origin story because your dad, he gave you the game and he must have just been like, this fucking guy needs to go do his shit. Wake up. Yeah, wake up. You got, you can do it. You know what I mean? He saw it in you. Otherwise, he'd be like, fuck, I got to take care of this fucking guy. You know, now, he, at the time, he knew. I didn't understand that either. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I, was, I was working so many. I was working 16 hours a day, six, seven days a week. But I have to. And I didn't understand every time he told me, you're working too hard. You don't, you, you don't even know your worth. You know, he told me, if you're a badass motherfucker, you'd have 100 restaurants right now. You know, because I was cocky. I was spoiled. I was like, uh, I, I expected it to be just given to me. I expected it to just be given to me, and uh, he just gave me a big-ass reality check, you know, like, sat me on my butt, and it, it was tough love. I haven't felt that in a while, you know, and I respect him a lot for it, man, because had he not done that, I would not have, right now, I'm in a good place mentally, financially, my relationship with my dad is fire, you know, and it's, uh, that's what it's all about, you know, and had I, had he not done that for me, I wouldn't have maybe not learn that lesson when I learned it. Yeah, you know, bro. It that, that important at a time. Because, you know, it, the saddest thing is when people don't live up to their potential. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I told you when, uh, you know, just hanging out right now, like you're, you're a personable guy. Like you just show up and you're like, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, it's like you, you got that. You got that spark. Like uh, Mario's got that. You got that. I got that. It's, it's a thing. You can't teach that trait. You know what I mean? Yep. So up. your your dad saw that in you. He's like, look at this fucking guy. I'm sure when people come to the window, you're like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, everybody you're shucking knows and jiving. Everybody, everybody knows you, bro. You, you know, know what I mean? 
I like said uh, when, hi I, to when I saw you too. at uh, at Third Eye Gallery that one day, you're like, "Oh, hey, what's up, bro? Hey, I'm just closing down right now. You missed it." I was like, "Oh, fuck, dude!" And I was like, "This guy, this guy's fucking cool." And uh, like, I, I remember that. I'm like, "Oh, this fucking dude!" Like, I I, re- I remember it because I got there a little bit late, and you were already cleaning up. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I want some tacos, man!" And yeah. you guys were already cleaning the grill. I was like, "Damn Fine. it!" But it, it caught me like you're just like a like I said, you you got the spark. Some people don't. You meet some people and you're like, they seem cool. They might do cool stuff. And you talk to them and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. He's all right. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, they're all right. And then some people are like, I want to know that guy. You know what I mean? I fucks, yeah. with, I fucks with dude. You know what I mean? Or, or that girl. Like, there's just people that are like that. And, you know, you saw that. Uh, you know, you didn't see what your dad saw. You know what I mean? We're the worst judges of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But your pops is like, this fucking guy's got it. And he's not doing nothing with it. Well, I'll fucking, I'm not gonna do nothing until he does something. Right? Yeah, man. That's 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 what a good dad does. They 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 put shit on the table and say, "Hey, make your choice." You know what I mean? Well, my dad raised me and my sister by himself too. So uh, my mom's been out of the picture since I was seven. My dad took on that role to be a businessman, family man. You know, like all the shoes. Yeah. So uh, that's why I told you, like, I hadn't, I didn't. Learn tough love. Took me 31 years to get some tough love. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? You know? <laughs> like, I don't know You're if I like this shit. Me. You know? <laughs> like, like, hey, dad, it's me. <laughs> like, if I could if I could describe it, you know, so that you could, like, uh, picture it in your, in, your, in your mind, I was stomping my feet, you know? The big old grin on my face. Like, what did I do? Yeah. You know? But it is what it is, man. Yeah, because I got, I got two boys, and I tell my wife, I'm like, look. I love those dudes, like like nobody else, like nothing. Like I tell my girl, I'm like, look, like there's nothing those dudes can do to not to make me not love them. You know what I mean? I'll, I'm always gonna love them, mm-hmm. and I want to instill in them, like the the thought that hey, you gotta live up to your potential because I'm not gonna be around. You're not gonna ri- you can ride my coattails so far, and then you gotta grow your own coattails because somebody's gonna need a ride. And you got to be able to provide that right for your family, for your kids. You know, you, you got to do that because, you know, that's, that's the hard part of being a man. You know, being a woman is hard, dude. You being a woman that, is hard. You hit you that know? right on the nail though, man, because that's, Bro. that's exactly, I think that's the life lesson that he was trying to teach me. Yeah. You know, and that's something that everyone should learn how to do because, uh, you know, I know a lot of people who write their, their parents or whatever's coattail, you know, and it's like, uh, when they're gone, they're like, fucking lost, you know? They're lost soul. They're like they're just they're just a mess. They can't stand on their own two feet. Yeah, mentally, I, you know, it's it's all about mental, man. Financial, this, whatever, you know, you can go but, out and get a job and give somebody your yeah. time, but you can't, you can't, you got to be headstrong. Yeah, you know, like I like I told my girl, like I used to say when my kids turn eight, when my boys turn eighteen, I'm gonna buy them a suitcase and write them a check. But I think I'm gonna when they turn seventeen. I'm going to buy him a suitcase and write him a, and post date a check for when they turn 18. Be like, Hey, get, get the fuck out. I love you. And I love you enough to hear some money. This is, this is on the house. Don't worry about it. You don't got to pay this back. It's not a loan. It's your first and last month's rent. The fuck out of here. Go live your life. Have you been paying attention? <laughs> Have you been paying attention? Cause, right. cause pops got, got hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah. I learned that from my dad. I learned that from the streets. You know what I mean? You got to be able to like get shit moving. Like I've always got at least two jobs. 
And they're, they're usually they're both part-time because I like doing a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. So I got to have time for my family. I got to have time for the shit I want to do. Then I got to have time to make money. So I'm always doing that kind of shit. And it's, it's a weird thing, work ethic. You either got it or you fucking, or you don't. You know, it's, it's weird. And I think you could develop what little you have and like maximize your potential. But, you know, some people ain't got that gear, bro. Nah, I hear you. Yeah. How many cousins do you got that are just fucking, well, you know? All of them. All of them. My dad, too, out of seven kids, he's the only one who has a job. Well. He's the only one who has a house. You know, everyone else. My dad takes care of everybody. You know, that's a a family fact, I guess you can say. Yeah. But uh, that's where all that tough love comes out, too, man, because he, he has a hard time with telling anybody anything, you know, like putting them in their place or being like, figure it out, you know? So for him to do that to me, I, I say like he, like you say, he he knew my potential. I just did it. Yeah. You, know? you, you don't see it. You're just having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're having yeah. fun. You're making a little money. People like you. You know what I mean? You're doing good work. And your dad's like, man, this dude's just going to fucking dude, kick I was handing here. out shots. I was like, you want a shot? Let me get you a shot. You know, not knowing what that bottle cost me or that glass to pour yeah. that shot in cost me, you know? And your dad's like, this fucking guy. Yeah. I, was you know just, I, mean? I just had to, to pass out your land. own fucking. Oh, yeah. And tell us about this, uh, this tequila you brought. Siete Leguas. And uh, what were you telling us about this? Because uh, we're going to post a picture on the gram. Dope. So if you ever go to Guadalajara, Tres Petrullos, it's Vicente Fernandez's ranch. Hold, hold that bad boy up. Yeah. Hold on. There we go. Hey. I'll pull it up for you, too. It's my, mine and my dad's favorite tequila. Um, we, we go to Mexico quite often. And uh, we, because he has a liquor license over there. If you guys didn't know, my dad has a 400 square foot burger shack, taco shack, whatever you want to call it, with a bar in it. That's fucking gangster, bro. Yeah. I love going over there. Like, he got some JMO on deck, some other stuff. I'm like, okay, you got all the late night goods. Back in the day mm-hmm. when he had to do his renewal, um, the ABC, they're like, you know, they switched out people because other people retired. Yeah. And he was there in the office paying his fees or whatever, you know, saying hello to people. And, uh, they're like, what do you mean you got a liquor license? He's like, yeah, I've had it for like 12 years. They're like, but you don't have anywhere for people to sit down. It's a, it's an outside patio. Like, yeah. Well, you're like a drive through liquor store. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what the it point. Is. You're like, that's you know, then COVID hit and they're like, alcohol to go. He's like, green light, let's go. You know? Fuck yeah, dude. It's fun, man. Uh, and that spot is so cool, man, because it's just. It's like just tucked away in this little corner of like downtown, mm-hmm. like right at the border of downtown, midtown. It's right there on 16th and, uh, and D. 16th and D. Yeah, 16th and D. Right before you hit that hump. Yeah, yeah. 160. Yeah, right before you go under the, yeah, the 160 and the, the train tracks before you go under that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there by the Washington Center. Right across yeah. the street. Yeah, right across the street. You know, Joey over there throwing an art show afterward. Go get a taco. Yeah. Dude. We've done it many How long times. have you been in Sacramento? I've been here seven years. Okay, so you're yeah. new. Yeah, I'm. I'm a transplant. transplant I came. Yeah, right? I came from uh, uh, prison and San yeah. Jose. So nice. how was that? You went well, to college. So, yeah, bro. It's fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I got a doctorate, it, huh? bro. I got a fucking. <laughs> I got a doc, a double doctorate in that motherfucker. All my deals, they went to prison too, and that's what they always told me growing up. But yeah, like, hey, going to college. Where were you? They're like, I was in Con- college. Yeah, concrete college, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, chances are, I I ran across a couple. I was in there 16 years. State or fed? State. Okay. So, you know, I used to run into all the, all the cats from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't, you know, I was in Solano. 
So it's like we got all the local news. So there was places that I used to see, like on, uh, like on Good Day Sacramento. Yeah, I'd see Good Day Sacramento and be like, "Oh, look at that place! Fucking like the squeeze in." Yeah, I'm like, dude, I would love to get a fucking squeeze burger. You know, squeeze with cheese. I was like, dude, let's go. The LG was phenomenal. Oh, dude, and that that dude got that place shut down. The yeah, the guy in the wheelchair. Man, that dude. He just did that to the joint to Q. Oh, yeah. I heard they... Yeah, uh, they just that, reopened. Yeah, they just reopened. That's down the street from my house. Over okay. down 24th? Yeah, I live down the street, too. I'm on Seamus. Oh. I five in Seamus. Oh. Is it, is it Seamus? I, because Seamus. Seamus, right? Yeah, Siri says Seamus. So I'm like, no, yeah, it's Yeah, if you're in SAC, it's Seamus. Because right? everyone from Sacramento calls it Seamus. I said Seamus, and somebody goes, where? I said Seamus. Like, yeah. Fruit Ridge turns into Seamus. They're like, you mean Seamus? I was like... Well, yeah, I guess. I guess <laughs> right. I do. You know, yeah. what the fuck am I going to do? I, I just moved here. I'm not going to start correcting people and shit. You know what I mean? That's, so you're from the Bay, you said? or where? Yeah, I'm from San Jose. I grew okay. up uh, on the east side out there. Nice. Fucking not when I was growing right. <laughs> Nah, I heard some stories. My uncle used to go out there and do some business out there. Oh, bro. That, I mean, it's, it was it was like um, San Francisco always got like the, like the like the big name recognition. But San Jose is where all the... Like a lot of the grime was all the work got put in. Huh? Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, San Francisco's wild. It's its own place. I I got a friend who grew up there, and he saw some dude jump off a motorcycle and chop a dude's head off. Damn. With a like with a samurai sword. He's like, dude. He's like, it was on the news. He's like, I thought because he was like kind of high and shit, and he's like, I thought I was tripping. He's like, did that fucking happen? Because the dude just like chopped the dude's head off, fucking got back on the motorcycle on the back, fucking drove off, and everyone just kind of there's like people around. Yeah. And he was like, dude. He's like. You know, later on, his mom was watching the news. She's like, did you see what happened? And he was like, wow, that's crazy. And he was like, fuck. I was like, well, you know, that was. Nah, that's that's cutthroat. Yeah, real. bro. Yeah, yeah. That was like, that was like a thing. And I was like, well, dude, fucking. You Damn. know, in the 90s, dude, like the whole Bay Area was crazy. Yeah. That shit was crazy. How old are you? I'm 41. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm 41. So I grew up in the, in the 90s. Yeah. Hey, 90s babies. Hey, yeah. Uh, shout out to Taco's 96 logo, though. Do you guys see that 90s logo? Uh, I haven't uh, seen it. Eat a, eat a Taco logo? What? I mean. What thing up? Shoot that thing What's on the that ground. that guy right there? The tongue? Eating a taco? Oh, shit. Yep. Okay, yeah, the one under vibes. Yep. Okay, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was that's a, a logo I designed maybe like eight years ago. I was using it at the restaurant. You know, my dad, he he was always shooting down my ideas like, no, no. Like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. But uh, I just figured it was bringing some, like. Like some new. Yeah. Like some new mojo. You know? Yeah. Just to have fun with it. So I made stickers and uh, we were passing out stickers at the restaurant for a good year or so. And then he told me, yeah, I need you to take these home. Like, oh, all right. Guess he didn't like it. So uh, that's the first thing that I, I ran with. I said, eat a taco. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. If you Google Eat a Taco anywhere in the world, my dad and I pop up. Really? Our websites. Yeah, it's a keyword. Bro, I'm going to start fucking... Google it. Hold on. Let's let's Google that shit. Well, I got DuckDuckGo, so let's see. Uh, yeah, I got my cousins out in Germany. They're like, bro, that shit works. That's tight. How'd you do that? Cost me like a dollar to buy the name, but it's worth it. That's why on my post, I uh, I always put hashtag eat a taco. So I just hit the hashtag or just eat a taco? Eat a taco. One word. Okay. 
EA Taco. Yeah. This we're making a. We work quick out here, bro. Oh, Mario, don't play. In six weeks. Okay. Hell yeah. It says eat a taco. There's a there's a restaurant that says it's called Eat a Taco. Is there? Yeah. Oh man, did I lose it? Hey, bro, no, no, no. You gotta send that fucker cease and desist letter, bro. I heard that. Hey, for real. Bro, we, we just got to jump over there, get some broomsticks, tape up the bottom. Oh, shit. Yours, you said duck, Yeah, duck, so I use DuckDuckGo. Never heard of that. Oh, yeah. so. It works. I use DuckDuckGo a lot. Yeah, DuckDuckGo is different. Uh, look at Taqueria Jalisco. You're number three. Okay. You guys are number three. User, yeah. eat a taco, snack, overflow. I'm going to go pull up on someone right now. You know, where the fuck are these guys? Hold on. The, <laughs> the place is in. Good luck, bro. It's Northbrook, Illinois. Fucking road trip. Can, fuck it, you can have Illinois, it. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. There's a gang of fucking Mexicans over there, bro. Okay, so look, in 1999, I was kind of on the run, and uh, I took a Greyhound bus from San Jose, and I took the 80 on the Greyhound all the way to New York City, New York City Port Authority. It took me like five days, bro. There's parts of the country. Well, back then, I don't know. I guess things have diversified now, but there's parts of the country where you don't see any, anything but white people. Mm-hmm. And there's parts of the country where you don't see anything but black people. Mm-hmm. Except there's Mexicans. There's fucking Mexicans everywhere, everywhere. bro. Yeah. Everywhere. Every Greyhound station I went to, I'm like, damn, dude, there's nothing but white people. And there's a Mexican dude like selling roses and shit. <laughs> like, all right. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? Dude, fucking, uh, I was riding with some... I was riding on the bus and some dudes got on like in Oklahoma, some paisanos. Yeah. And they were going to Maine, dude. Damn. They were going to Maine to go work on the boats. They're like, oh yeah, we're going to go uh, at the uh, the Longestino. And I was like, lobster? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, so. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, go for it, bro. Huh. I mean, I, and I just, I started tripping on that because I had smoked some weed with uh, with some kid who was growing weed and he got busted. So he rode on the uh, they found his plants and they were looking for him. So he jumped on the Greyhound and was riding like two counties over or whatever it was. And he gave me like a little clob of weed and I got stoned and I was like, fuck dude, there's nothing but fucking white people. There's nothing but <laughs> black people here. It's, it's weird because where I grew up, like on the East side of San Jose, there was like those Asians everywhere. Yeah. There's like Indians, there's, you know, blacks, whites, Mexicans. It's, it's you know, mm-hmm. you got all the colors. The yeah. same thing up here, even Sacramento. more in Sacramento, mm-hmm. even more in Sacramento. But that's not the rest of the country. Yeah, nah. The rest of the country is fucking not like that. How you like? How you like that, dude? I, I go to. I was in San Jose this weekend. And I was like, eh. we're a little slower, I think, than the Bay Area. But um, but this place got catching ca- up. But this place has character, bro. Yeah. Like that's the thing about this place. Like people are still nice. You go to San Jose. Like I walked in, and I was just wearing like a flannel. Like it's like Giants colors. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I was wearing a flannel and just jeans. And I walked into a pizza parlor and like some. Fucking Vato local dudes were all looking at me and shit. And I was like, ah, this is fucking whack, dude. This is why yeah. I don't come here. I'm like, yeah. this is why I don't want to be here. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a dude. Right. Like, why are you why are you looking at me like that? I know what that look means. Yeah. You know, you get the fuck out of here. I'd be cool. That's yeah, why you can't sex. have nothing nice. For real. That's you know what I mean? That's why that's why your girlfriend's ugly. That's what I wanted <laughs> to say. That's why your girlfriend's ugly. Because that's what you get. Huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. She don't you know. let him look at no other girls. That's why. Oh, bro. Yeah, you know I mean, I walk into a place. I want to know who's in there. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll, I'll usually say hello. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if they're giving me that look, I just, I see that look a mile away. I go, huh? Before they even see me, I see them. I'm like, ah. Oh. All right. Just look over. Oh, fucking. 
But here in Sacramento, people are cool. Yeah, I think I so. walk down the street. I'm in South Sac. You know what I mean? I used to, you know, walk my kid like around. I, you know, walk down the street, go jogging down the street. People say hi. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the tweakers say hi. Like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Like, like, all right. You, you so got a lighter? You got a yeah. Lighter. Hey, man, you got a light, bro? Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, working on their fucking car at eight o'clock uh-huh. at night. Like, yeah. well, yeah. you know, but people are nice here, man. The You walk into a business and people are like friendly and it's just my sister noticed it. It's like when I came up here, I was like. This is fucking cool. But I didn't have, you know, I didn't really have a frame of reference because I'd been gone for 16 years. So oh, you sat down for 16? Oh, yeah. Damn. 15 years, three. And Mara's like, yeah, dude, I hear this every fucking week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was 15 years, 362 days. So I got locked up on June 10th. No, I got locked up on June 13th, which was my sister's birthday. And I, 15 years later, I got released on june 10th so june is kind of a weird month for me there's all kinds of weird shit that's happened in june but uh but yeah, yeah dude. man that's what's up though glad to see you out you oh bro like you're doing well yeah man look i came home i tell i tell my girl this you know for me i feel like i haven't done shit with my life right i feel like a, you know like a fucking loser and then i look and i'm like nah look i got you. a bunch of shit like going on yeah i get but but to me i'm always like that what's the next thing? Like, okay, cool. We got this going. What's the next thing? Mm-hmm. What's the next thing? Like, dude, this is tight. Fucking awesome. What's the next thing? You know what I mean? Not that I discount what I'm doing, but it's like, I don't, I don't ever rest on what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like you can't no more, man. You really not wasted time, but you know, bro, I'm 41. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? So get it. it's, it's time to get it. And, and the, the funny thing is once you start getting it, bro, you start, Running into other people who are getting it. You're attracted. It's all bro, vibes. Bro, it's all vibes. Like, fucking, I met Mario and we just and started fucking energy. hanging out. We started doing the podcast. He's like, uh, I told him that I was, you know, I wanted to do a podcast. I was kind of saving up, but I got two kids. So I just kind of had to, you know, put that on back. He's like, Psh. he's like, fuck that. He's like, you want to do it? You serious about doing it? Come fuck with me. He's like, I got all the equipment right here. Let's go. I said, all right. You guys got and, a dope ass spot too. Oh, this, this is all Mario. Yeah. This is all Mario. He, he built all this. He's a brainchild like behind it. all this shit. He just acts like he's fucking dialing in knobs and shit. But this dude, <laughs> this dude's a, a fucking mad scientist back here. So now you're doing awesome, though, man. Keep oh, it up for sure. Thank I didn't even you, know bro. that about you. I I heard it in your podcast, but I didn't know you sat down for that long. That's a long yeah, time. bro. Um, from 18 to 34. Damn it. But bro, look. Now it, let me ask you this. Most people would ask you. Would you do it again, you know? But I'm not going to ask you that. I'm going to ask you, did you learn anything from it? Oh, bro, I learned two things, right? So growing up, you know, life wasn't, I really, I didn't really think of life as precious because, you know, your fucking friends are getting killed after school and shit. I mean, you go into fucking funerals, people are trying to run you, you know, people try to run me over. I've been shot at, I've been stabbed. And I actually tried to hit a fucking screwdriver out of somebody's hand. Because he was, like, afraid to use it. And I'm like, man, you know, in the movies, you think, oh, man, you just smack it out of his hand. That yeah. thing did not come out of his hand. My fucking yeah, hand was all bloody and shit. I still Damn have a fucking mark on it. But, you know, just we were just wild-ass kids, dude. I used to go to school, and, like, I was in eighth grade. And one of my buddies, there was some dudes that tried to jump him. And he, like, socked one of them up. Those two dudes. And he socked one of them up. And they said, hey, we know where you go to school. We're going to fucking, uh, we're going to kill you. And one of them, the other one had a knife. And he was like, fuck, dude. 
And like the next day, that dude, those two dudes came to like our school, like at fucking recess, bro. And dudes were like standing out there, and he was like, "Hey, man!" And he was like a little breakdance kid. He was a fucking, uh, he was a Cambo- he was in a Cambodian breakdance crew. And he was my homie. I was like, "Hey, dude, is that, that's them." He's like, "Man, dude, that's them." And he, they were like, "Dude, fucking, like, what's up?" And they were like, "Fuck, man!" And the next day, that dude came to school with a gun. That's I remember nice. he loaded up, dude. It's like a thirty-five special with big ass bullets. I remember there was like four of us like standing around as he was loading it, and his hand was shaking. And then one of my other friends. He, he had already been held back a year. And he's like, hey, bro. He's like, you better use it. Those dudes ain't playing. They're going to fucking kill you. And I remember thinking that. I was like, fuck, yeah, you better use it. And now I think about it. I'm like, I was fucking 13, dude. What the fuck? We're, know better. What the fuck are we talking about here, yeah. dude? Like, we're the adults. You know, but I, like, that's the life I lived. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I carried guns. I did all kinds of dumb shit because that's just what it was in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? I wasn't from a neighborhood. I just lived in a neighborhood. But that was enough to get you fucked with. And that was enough to get you killed. So, you know, I never went to jail. I never went to juvenile hall. I never did any of that shit. But, you know, I did dirt. I did all, you know, dudes that that knew me, like, that I ran into in the pen. Like, they knew, like, fuck, that dude was fucking with the shit. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, I never started shit. I never, you know, but I was, if it happens, it happens. I've always been that way. I just want to be cool. I want to have a good time. But motherfuckers don't know how to have a good time. It's like 1990-something and everyone's talking about gangster this and gangster that. So I didn't know how precious life was. And then I fucked around and I ended up killing somebody, man. And and it was like instantly. I was like, this isn't what I want. Like, I, I didn't want to do that. And it just kind of changed me. And there's some people who kill somebody and they're like, good. Fuck them. And I'm like, I, I, that's not me, man. You know, um, you know, it was, it was, it was hard to like come to grips with like, fuck man, you can't, you can't give that back. You know? So now I try to like, I try to help somebody like every day. I try to do something nice for somebody. I try to be kind to people. I try to, you know, if I go somewhere, I learn this. You're never neutral. You're either making a place better, you're making that place worse. That's exactly it, yeah. You know what I mean? You're making it better or you're making it worse. And if you're aware of that, then you're you're ahead of the game. Because most people are just walking into a store. You know what I mean? Bad attitude. Oh, fuck this place, man. Fuck you. You guys are fucking slow. Motherfuckers, where's my shit? It's like, dude, that's that's why you can't have nothing nice. When I was growing up, I remember, uh, you know, my dad, he, he always uh, gives me, like, little lectures here and there. And he thinks sometimes I didn't listen to him. You know, sometimes it goes in one ear and out the other. But I remember this one time he told me, you know why I attract so many good things in my life? And I was like, why is that, Dad? He's like, because I try to change everybody's day from the time that they look at me and they see me. Look at this. I try to I try to change their day because they come here and they're maybe pissed off or they're hungry and you know whatever. Hangry. And I'm like, yeah, you know. And he's like, yeah. but by the time they leave, they're sticking their head in my window. And they're like, I love you. <laughs> he's like, I don't even know who they are, you know. But yeah. my job, my job in life is to change people's days. That's doing the Lord's work, bro. That's doing the Lord's work. Like I, yes sir, yes sir. Let's give it up for Dan. Man, as simple as that may seem, you know, it's it is what it is, man. Like. We gotta, like you said, you're either doing something good, or you're, 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 
What did you say again? How do you say it? You're either making things better, you're better, making things, things worse. worse, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're not neutral. Like people mm-hmm. think they're just like a neutral entity, but I I thought about this one day. I used to I used to really I used to meditate like a lot. So I'd like sit there on my bunk and just kind of zone out for an hour just like on my breathing and then just like whatever my thoughts were, they were. And I realized that like when you walk into a room like chemically, scientifically, that place is completely different. Because you're in there. Mm-hmm. Like the atoms and the molecules and all this shit, the stuff that's coming out of you, the stuff that's going into you, it's coming out different. It's completely different because you walked in there. And I thought, like, on a spiritual level, it's got to be the same, right? Because you're coming in there with your spirit and, like, you ever, you ever somewhere, you're like, you're hanging out, you're having a good time, and somebody walks in and you don't know them, you don't know what, but you're just like, get that. Ah. Aura. Yeah, you get that, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's a thing. Mm hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know how that happens, but that's a thing. And I don't want people to feel that about me. You know, I want people to be like, hey, this dude's fucking cool. Like, this dude wants to fucking help. I'm the same way. I remember I was telling uh, my sister, because me and my sister were kind of completely opposite. She's very hermit to herself. You know, she's a really good person, but she doesn't attract that attention. Like, I would would say the reason why I do it is because, uh, I don't know, just... Growing up around my dad and everything and and just picking up on his type of how he is, his demeanor. Yeah. I told her, because she was like, how can you say hi to that person? They don't even say hi to you. And I'm like, why? Because I'm going to say hi to them 10 times. And I bet you on the 11th time, they might say hi back, (laughs) you know, but just because they don't say hi to me doesn't mean I'm not going to stop saying hi to them. That's, That's who I am. I walk into a room, I hold the door for somebody. That's why I like going to Mexico too, man, because every time you walk in a room, there's like 20 people sitting down. And if you walk by someone, they go, hola, buenos dias. You know, hey, good morning. How are you? you yeah. They acknowledge you. You have to acknowledge people. I think so. That's, that's yeah. just how I feel. I feel like uh, you can't, I mean, that's that's why I know a lot of people also, because I go around everywhere and I'm always like, hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. I don't spill my whole story on them or nothing, but I always say, what's up? You know? And, yeah, uh, just good morning. Hey, gentlemen. Like, uh, like that's one thing. Um, hey, have a like, good day. You know, hey, I can, how's that coffee? Yeah, you know? exactly. Hey, what, are you, what are you drinking? You know, I'm like. You're that guy. Yeah, I'm that yeah, guy. Yeah, so I'm that guy too, bro. Look at this. Right? So. Um, Even that's how I shout out. I, I messaged you on that podcast. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, that's dope. Yeah, dude. You fucking. Know? I speak my mind and I am who I am. But that's that's like genuine shit. It's not like you're, you're doing it because you want um, more followers or you want some clout or anything like that. You're just a fucking friendly guy. I remember once uh, my dad was telling me you need to learn because uh, I fuck around a lot, you know. I'm a joke. I always <laughs> joke around. So the employees, they weren't taking me serious. I'm only like 21, you know, like running the show, I guess you can say. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's there's funk that goes on in the restaurant. Hospitality, it's always like something, you know. Somebody has yeah, bro. something. It's like yeah. a daycare center. And uh, he was telling <laughs> right. me one day, he goes, you know why they don't take you serious, right? I'm like, why? He goes, because you go out and fuck around with them. You go out and drink with them. You go out and hang out with them, do this and that. And then you come to work and you're trying to be the boss. He was like, you got to learn how to be a, you got to learn how to have two different characters. You got to learn how to be a boss and then be Emilio. And I never understood that. And I was like, I mean, I get it. There's a way to be professional, but why do I have to change who I am? You know? Right. And now that I'm my, my, my own boss, I feel like uh, I have more people that work for me now. Work with me, I would say, not for me. Right. Because that's how I go about it. I'm like, hey, man, you're here to provide a service for me to help me out. 
you know, and like, let's get this shit going. Like, let's yeah, this you out. guys let's work together. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. I think uh, what what's the the saying? You know, leading from the front. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, follow me. Yep. I mean, you're a leader. You're not a boss. Mm-hmm. You know, and and some people need a boss. Some people don't want a leader. They want somebody to just tell them what to do, and that and that's why people get caught up in fucking dead end jobs because they don't want to think for themselves. And for me, I think, you know, when, when I see somebody who's a leader, it's like, Hey, follow me. I'm like, all right, let's go. Like fucking, I'm going this way, but I'm down for a detour. Let's fucking go. You know what I mean? Let's go. Like, uh, it's a good way to learn shit. You know, if you get a good leader, man, uh, you'll learn some cool shit, but a lot of people can't humble themselves. You know what I mean? And like become part of a crew. They either have to be the boss or they have to be underneath somebody and then they fucking hate the boss. You know, I've, I've run across so many people in my life that are just. Uh, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, I bro. don't want to be like that, man. I'm like, uh, even when I started doing what I was doing, it was, uh, it was just me and my girl. It started out just us two. And the little bit of money that I had saved up, I threw it all into the business, you know. I just took a chance, and I remember uh, we went out. One of my boys, he's a he's a taquero also. You know, he's been doing it for like five, six years, and he came out, and he was like, you should do this, you should do that. You know, and instead of me being like head honcho, like, nah, I'm going to do it like this, I'm like, all right, let me, try, let me try what you're doing. Learned a little bit from him, and I'm like, all right, but you're doing one, two, three, but realistically, we can get by with like maybe just doing one, two and doing this, you know, make it easier. And he learned something from me. And then uh, we connected, and uh, I told him, like, hey, man, like, my system is working. You want to get in on this? He's like, yeah, let's do it. So I went out and bought another cart. I'm like, all right, now, you run that cart. People people come through me because I created, like, the website domain, the LLC, Escort, um, the menu, the recipes. And I'm like, just run with this. Just have some confidence in me. I think if we just stick to this. You know, it's going to catch on because people are like, how come you don't do carnitas? How come you don't do al pastor? How come you don't do quesadillas? You know, and I'll be like, uh, why? Because when you go to in and out you see like 50 cars in their line, they're not there for a hot dog. They're there yeah, for they're a burger. For, for a burger. You, you can get two of them? One, two, or three. Yeah, one, two, or three. What are you getting? Yeah, yeah. hi and bye. How you doing? Yeah. Have a good day. I'll see you later. Okay, bye. You know? Yeah, and if and, your shit's uh, good. That's how it's been going, man. And it's like, it's it's going. So what do you and, make? Uh, what's your what's your jam? Just asada? Steak, chicken, and veggie. Oh fucking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's a trip, man. I got I got lines, you know, and it's like yeah. three or four hours long, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you know, like I'd be I'd be gassed at the end of the weekend, and I'd be like, oh, damn. Like today I'm hella sore. But I'm I'm on vacation mode, so I'm gonna pick up a couple more beers in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well let's uh yeah, let's let's go. Right, you guys want a shot? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's have a little sip. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is sipping tequila. So it's a reposado. So it was aged in a whiskey barrel for six months. Ah, see, whiskey's my drink, bro. Is that is that what makes it reposado? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what makes it reposado is aging. Yeah, but the whiskey the whiskey barrel thing is a drink. There you go. And then they have uh, Añejo. Añejo's uh, 12 to 18 months. It's a heavy pour, dog. That's got to be Is yours. It? Nah, I think that's like two ounces. Gonna bet. <laughs> Here, bro. Gonna no. bet. I'm a, I'm a... You can take this one. I'll take that one. Because I'm not driving anyway. Okay. 
That's like a. You think that's two ounces? It's like three ounces. That's a. That's, that's like an eight ounce cut. People are getting pregnant. <laughs> Somebody's getting pregnant. <laughs> okay, so this three right fingers, here. Dougie. Salute. Uh, salute. Happy Friday, guys. Yes, sir. Happy Friday on a Monday. I'm gonna be calling in sick tomorrow. Watch. Nah, don't do that. It's not worth it. Oh, it is. I got a painting that I got to finish, oh. and then I get the other half of the fucking commission. Oh, there you go. And I did all the drawing today. So it's been hard because I've been we've been planning this art show that's coming up April 9th. And I've had this commission going, and it's kind of it's been hard because the guy sent me like a like a bunch of low res fucking pictures and he wants a uh, a portrait of him and his wife and it's been slow going but I get, I get some momentum and I start doing it and then I gotta go do other stuff and there's been like weekend like treks you know out of town and all this stuff and, and I got the two kids so it's been hard to like really dedicate I, I really need like six or seven days where I can just like just do it but I just been doing it piecemeal and I kind of lost the drawing that I had when I start first started painting the the lady's face so i recognize that and i'm like okay so i just started painting over shit i'm like i'm just gonna buff her face and mm -hmm. i'm just gonna draw her face back in so i did that today so tomorrow i can just fucking paint i don't have to draw anymore because they're, they're two different like minds like two different brains yeah it's like the so, skeleton and then now you're gonna do the rest yeah yeah it's it's, it's basically that so i'm gonna get in there and fucking just start Kicking ass, and I told my wife I'm gonna take one day off this week because I'll make more money doing that. Fucking. What else do you do? Uh, I I do like handyman work. Okay. So like you work. Just stay busy. Yeah, I just stay busy, bro. That's what's up. Stay busy, and um, the company I work for right now, you know, they've got like eight houses, and they're like rehabs. So people come in, dope sick, punching holes in walls, fucking hanging on doors so the doorknobs break. Damn it. So there's just always stuff to do. Like, oh, bro, the fucking. I don't know what happened, bro, but the fucking, the, the shades just fell, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, oh yeah, really? They just fell. Yeah. The curtains fell, bro. I don't know. Like, okay. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure they just fell. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. But, hey, but it keeps you, uh, keeps, keeps me busy, bro. And a paycheck, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm actually leaving that place because okay. it's up in, like I said, I'm in South Sac and they're up in, uh, Orangevale. So that's like a half hour drive every day yeah. up and then a half hour back. Gas is six bucks a gallon, dude. Crazy. Yeah, huh? we're not doing that shit. Going up there loaded down with tools. Like, the money's right if the gas isn't that fucking expensive. But now somebody else wants to pay me the same, maybe even more. And it's like right there off of uh, like 47th and... Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 47th and Stockton. Yep. Out that way, like by the by the hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got to know Sacramento real quick. Oh, yeah. bro, I used to because I used to go to the I used to uh, ride my bike from I lived over here in Oak Park. Okay, like by Fourth Avenue Park. Yeah, so right here by the Walgreens on Stockton, mm -hmm. and I used to ride my bike over to um, the Walmart on Florin. So I'd be like right pa driving past, riding past all the hoes, dude. Yeah, and you know, no, hey, if you're a hoe, hey, dude, that's God bless you. You know Sounds what I mean? Good, yeah, everybody's got to make a living. But geez, Louise, like someone would be I like, wave at him. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, hey, dude, know, I used to drive Lyft. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, I used to drive Lyft and I'd be like going down Stockton, like, you know, dropping off somebody and then like trying to get back to the freeway. And it'd be like on rainy nights, they'd be like waving cash at me. And I'd be like, oh no, Ooh. we are not picking you up. Yeah. So I'd be like, hey, hey, hey. I'd be like, no, no, no. Because if you, if I get pulled over, 
with you in my car. You think my wife's going to believe that yeah, I was just nah. giving you a ride yeah, for nah. cash? Fuck that. So they'd be like, hey, hey, like, fuck you then. And I'd be like, well, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking get divorced, motherfucker. Sorry, yo. How long you been married? I've only been married uh, a year and like a month. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And you got uh, two boys, you said? Yeah, we got two boys. We did it uh, the old, old-fashioned way. What's that? Get pregnant and hung out. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> get pregnant and stuck around. That's old. Before people started getting married, that's how they used to do it, right? I didn't know that. No, so like, yeah. so like she got pregnant first and then you guys got married? Is that what you mean? Yeah, dude. Our, okay, dude, cool. we're, we're ghetto, bro. I'm the our, same way. Our kids I were in our that. wedding. Oh, hell yeah. That's tight. The, my daughter's going to be in mine. I've been with my lady for uh, 12 years now. Oh, and, dude. Uh, we just popped one out, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, that's why I told, tell everyone she's so beautiful because we put in a lot of practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, you got to practice makes perfect. Yep, yep. Yeah, dude, we're, we're, we're shooting for one more. And I told my girl, I go, look, I'm 41. Mm-hmm. Kid's going to be born, I'm going to be 42. It's okay. Like, it's the last one. Yeah. Like, we got one year to do it or else we're done. Yeah. You know, so... You know, we're this we're hoping to make that, you strong like donkey tonight. <laughs> strong like donkey. <laughs> but but here's the thing: it takes it takes two. Yeah. And if and if, if she's exhausted because she's hanging out bottom. with the boys, <laughs> oh bro, <laughs> I wish. But it's like you know, kids. Two kids will wear you out, man, because they're both one's four and the other one's one and a half, and they're boys and they're fucking wild, dude. I love them. I don't want them to behave. Somebody at the park told me they're like, uh, you know, having one kid, it's cool. You and your you and your wife, you guys play offense. Having two kids, it's still all right. You guys playing one on one. When you have that third, you're playing defense all day. <laughs> you're in the prevent. Yep. You're in the fucking prevent yep. defense. <laughs> yeah, so two, two's my limit. Right now, I think uh, as of today, it's one and done because she was throwing fits all day. Oh. She's a terrible twos. Oh, yeah, bro. That exists. That is a thing. My, my oldest, my four year old, is just getting out of that. Like he's starting to like be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he's, he's funny and he's. He, my, my boys are both like funny men. They like mm-hmm. to like joke and like, ha, 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 ha. They're those guys. They yeah. fucking take after their dad for sure. Hell yeah. So now they're, now Will is tr- starting to like, he, he's starting to be cool. And my, my girl made a good point. She goes, Hey, you know, we always say, we, we say we can't go somewhere because we got the kids and it's hard with them, but the kids are like fucking dogs, right? The more you take them out, the better they behave in public. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh shit. And I always tell people, kids and puppies are the same fucking thing. They shit all over the place. They wreck your shit. But you love them. You, you don't want them on your bed. And then before you know it, they're in the bed with you. It's like, fuck. Right? Yeah, it's the same shit. So Now, you'll always see me with my daughter, man. I take her to all the warehouses with me. She's uh, with me during the week. Uh, yeah. If I could take her to a brewery, I'll take her to a brewery with me to go work. Um, Dude, fuck I just yeah. didn't bring her right now because her mom's home. Oh, nice. She was doing a nap. So, late yeah, I, I left... I left work because my girl wanted to get back to the workforce when my son was born, my first son. Okay. And I'm like, well, dude, fucking daycare. We don't really have family it's up expensive. here. Expensive, Dude, daycare. They, they were quoting us at like 2300 a month. And you're going to go to work just to pay for daycare. Yeah. Dude, I'm like, yeah. what are we doing? And But she wanted to go. She's like, do I need to get out of the house? You know, it's not, yeah, it's it's good not healthy me. for me to be stuck in the house all day. I'm like, no, you're right. You're right. So I would drive Lyft. I'd get up like at six in the morning or... I'd leave the house at six in the morning. So I'd be up like at five, make my coffee, turn on my meter at 6 a.m. And then start doing the morning commute. And she worked at Costco and she started like at 1130. And I would drive till 10, come home, have breakfast with her and my son. And then she'd go off to work. And then it'd just be me and him till like nine o'clock. 
till she got home. That's a long day. Bro, so I'd be like, let's go to the park. Let's go. Yeah. You know, over at Land Park, they have a little splash pool. Yeah. For the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. That dude got in that pool. And he's a fucking savage. So, you know, there's all these kids, you know, a bunch of like little like rich, like well-behaved, like rich kids. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, hi, mommy. Hi, daddy. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh. And my kid gets in the water and he goes, oh. He just starts splashing <laughs> hella hard, dude. I'm fucking laughing. Like all the kids are like, what the fuck's wrong with that kid? Except for the little girls. They're all like, oh, who's that? Yeah. And then they're like, hi, what's your name? I'm like, you Dang guys. It. I'm like, you guys, you kids. Yeah, I got a daughter, man. I'm like, come on, bro. Don't, don't be like that. Oh, bro. Yeah. It, it just showed me like, you know how uh, people are attracted to you because mm-hmm. your your energy, right? It starts young, man. It does. Absolutely. It starts young. Like yep. there's there's older kids that want to play with my four-year-old because he's a wild man. He's just like, hey, hey, hi. Want to play? Ah, he just go running around. I'm like, all right. I hate when, I hate when older older adults ignore the kids. Ugh. I, you know, I'm, I'm teaching my daughter young because I know when I was young, my dad used to make me go up and shake people's hands, you know? Yeah. She's only two and she goes up and I tell him, saludale. And she goes up and gives you your hand, you know? Yeah. Make eye contact and I say hi. Anyways, uh, my daughter, when we're in a store, like a grocery store, I'm like, hey, say hi. You know, we're standing right next to each other. Little baby says hi to you, dude. Just say what's up. I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, or like, you know, that's just rude. I don't know. At least it is to me. I'm like, you could at least say hi. Yeah, like, I, dude, I hope you get eaten. Asshole first by an alligator. Right. Hope your bag breaks on the way out. Yeah, something, dude. Yeah, just fucking clam chowder everywhere, dude. Fucking some uh, some Alfredo sauce all over your fucking shoes. That's what you deserve, sir. How do you guys like this tequila? Dude, I like it, man. I'm not, I'm not really a tequila guy. No? Whiskey? No. I'm a whiskey guy. Okay. But this is nice, dude. Yeah, I like it. It's, yeah, um, it's really smooth because I'm used to drinking cheaper shit. Yeah. This isn't too expensive. It's only 50 bucks. <laughs> Bro, that's, Is that expensive? That's like that's that's a good mid tier. Okay. Yeah, that's a good mid tier. Like anything under thirty five is like, well, you know what yeah. you're getting. You know what yeah. I mean? Thirty five to about sixty five, it's like the mid tier. Like you're gonna get good quality for for the price. You start getting like sixty five to one hundred and fifty. So the real way to taste tequila, they say, is you're supposed to sip it. Okay, put it in your mouth like mouthwash. Switch it around your gums. Now, when it numbs the your taste buds, that's the that's the natural agave is hitting your taste buds. It numbs it. What's that? Say it again. What am I supposed to do? So, dude, you're put you're it right. in your mouth and switch it around your gums like mouthwash before you drink it, and then take a sip. You'll you'll experience all the flavors a little better. It's uh. It's reacting Dude. to your palate, the agave. Watch, watch when it when it hits your tongue, like when you swallow. There's like this freshness that comes after it. A little tingle. Yeah, but there's like a freshness on your tongue. Mm-hmm. Seeing the taste of the night. Yes, yes. I've never, dude. I've I've never done. I learned something new, bro. Yeah, and this bottle has a secret, um, a hidden logo a hidden horse yeah so there's a, the ambassador of this tequila he was at socolo we got invited my dad and i out to socolo for a chef's dinner oh nice and uh there's about 100 people there right they all pay for the tickets you know we're sitting there and he's uh, doing the presentation and he's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like, Yo, it's no, like no, you there. just hit a line of powder man welcome <laughs> to the club <laughs> oh god no uh he he asked yeah. everybody do you know did you know that there's a, a hidden logo on the bottle 
you know, I'm there just being quiet, just looking, and people are talking about these agave plants all over the bottle. And then I said, no, there's a, there's the caballo on the on the bottom, Siete Leguas logo, and he was like, Sit. I guess not a lot of people know that. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, Leguas means the length of which the horse wins a race. That's how they measure it. Like Leguas. I didn't know that. Seven leads, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking cool, man. You learn something Isn't that trippy, day. though, how it numbs your, your gut? Yeah, but, it but, there's like a, but there's like a freshness that mm-hmm. comes like afterward, and I'm not used to that with tequila. Because like, cause like whiskey, I let it like sit on my tongue, and then I, you know, yeah. I swallow, and then I breathe in, and you can like taste like the like the wood. You, you smoke taste cigars the, or no? I do. I smoke yeah. cigars, too, yeah. You got to go see my boy Steven at Hudy's. Oh, over on uh, 16th? 16th, yeah, 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 right there by uh, the Garnacha. Garnacha también. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've my been boy over there. Yeah, he, uh, he's a big cigar smoker. Yeah, I like I cigars. Got, I haven't gotten onto it yet. It's but nice, dude. It's nice, it, but it but it's hard because I got I live in an apartment and I got kids. Yeah. So I don't want to smoke in front of them. You know what I mean? Like I don't smoke weed around them. I don't do like I I don't do anything around them really. I, I have a beer, but I try not to ever be drunk around them because I want to like model. Like uh, responsible drinking, like yeah, dad always has a beer, but he's never drunk. You don't want them to say too, like you know, growing up, like oh, my dad, it's Friday, dad, he gonna have a beer, you know, like get him used to that regimen either, you know. Yeah, that's what I think at least. I don't want my daughter to feel that way either, and I don't want to be uh, like an alcoholic, I guess. Oh, dude. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, I work at rehabs, so I know what alcoholics are. Yeah. <laughs> like I, like I know alcoholics, man. A lot of my family, they're they're. They're like substance abusers or alcoholics. And uh, I don't know, just me growing up, you know, that you think that kids don't notice things, but we know. Oh, they it. fucking notice. And if everything. we didn't notice it, when we get older, we figure out what that meant. Dude, you know, today, look, is. so today, when my kids come home, my, my wife stopped at Dairy Queen and she bought them uh, like ice creams or whatever. The, what is it, the blizzard? Yeah. Blizzard. Yeah, she got them those yeah, blizzards. Yeah. So they're sitting on the on the steps and they're they're eating their blizzards. Fire by the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so they they go over there and they get the the M and M's or the Oreos or whatever it is. And dude, I'm just like fried, man, because I just been going all day. Like from four in the morning, I went to work, then I came home and I was doing laundry, I was drawing, I was cleaning Thanks the for house. Thanks meeting with me though, man. That's awesome. Oh, bro, like I was telling my girl, I'm like, dude, I'm so tired right you now. You wanted but, me to play, cut huh? when you message me, you're like, hey, we still. No, play? no, I hit everybody. Oh, I yeah? hit everybody because people will. You know, there's been a couple of times where, you know, somebody's car breaks down or like somebody had a medical emergency, like things, things happen, yeah, you know, absolutely. people get sick or, you know, people get COVID. So like I I'll, I always message either the day before uh, or the day of just to confirm, mm-hmm. to make sure. Cause if not like last week, you know, my, my guest couldn't make it. So I had my boy Daniel come and uh, we just hung out and drank beer and talk shit. I haven't yeah. even listened to that podcast, but I know it's fun, dude. Yeah, he's dope. Dude, Danilo? I fucking love Danilo, man. Yeah. That's my fucking dude. That's my dude. And uh he was wobbling around for the longest in that scooter. Oh, on a little scooter? Yeah. Oh, bro. I like when I used to like when he would uh when he'd get dressed up, like when he'd wear his like sports coat. Yeah. And he'd wear like a nice shirt. And he wear all and he's got a fucking <laughs> his foot on a fucking scooter. We're like this right. dude. He's fucking out here getting it. This shit. Dude, you got me drinking tequila, fucking miches. Yeah. Bro. Not even highly school. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Hmm. No worries, bro. Let's, uh, let's crack some, uh, yeah, or, or get, grab the, the Santa Cruz. I, I brought some beer from, uh, yeah, I got, I got some, uh, I brought, I went to San Jose yesterday 
And um, my godparents are getting up in age, and uh, I was like, dude, we got to go see them, man. Yeah. I fucking love those. Dude, I love those people, man. You're They've not going to get that time back, man. You don't. Do now. So I, I I was like, dude, let's go. So we drove down there, and it was just a busy weekend. We, were, we went to, we were just doing all kinds of stuff. It's kind of a working weekend. Yeah, they're in the freezer. You got so a mic on there? No, I'm okay. Thank you. Is it spiked? <laughs> Is it spiked? Fire. Sounds good. Gracias. Strike brewing. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, that, that day that we were brewing the beer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've been partnering up with a few local breweries and uh, uh, getting my micheladas out there. Because on the the way the liquor permit works, you can only pull like a day permit, you know, and say you use it the Friday or the Saturday before the permit, it's still considered okay, but um, I'd be trying to set up shop as much as I can during the week, you know, at least on the weekend. So I partnered up with breweries and they're buying my michelada mix from me, or as long as I'm in their facility. You can make it. I, I buy their beer wholesale from them and then I just get down on my micheladas. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So it's dope. So, uh, like at Tower Brewery, we'll get 16 ounce pour for like a dollar fifty. Whoa. Yeah. And as, I mean, come on, that's crazy. It's like, Whoa. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just, you know. Do what I do. Yeah, you make it magic. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah, this is, um. Do I pour it in here? Yeah, you pour it in the, in the glass. Yeah, so, so beer opens up like, uh, like wine. When you when you pour it in a glass and you aerate it, like when you get that little head on it, like that's the oxygen going in there and like opening up the flavors. Because when you drink it from a can and you drink from a, a glass, it's completely different. Salute. Look at that. Salute, gentlemen. And um, whenever I go out of town, I always try to uh, I try to find the stores. That's nice. It's nice, dude. Light. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it. It's nice and cold too. Thank you. Hell yeah! We put those fuckers on ice. Um, I like Twin Peaks, man. They got cold ass beer. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Twin Peaks, bro. The new Hooters, bro. <laughs> shitty. The shittiest service. Yeah, it's okay, ever. Man. It's just like some girl showing her butt and like not and ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, like, no, what I, is this I, high school? <laughs> I, I got a couple homegirls that work over there, so every time I walk in, it's always good service. Oh, bro. But uh, I went I like, one time. Like, yeah. cold beer. I took the I took the kid one time. It was just me and uh, just me and Will. Like my girl was at work and her mom was somewhere else, and, and so it was just me and him for like the whole day. And I was like, dude, in the morning was uh, there was a fight, the UFC fight. So it was Khabib versus uh, Dustin Poirier, and I wanted to see it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Twin Peaks. So I went to Twin Peaks and I caught like, um, like I caught like two fights, or or one fight and the main event. Right, and in that time, dude, I asked for a fucking Arnold Palmer, some chicken fingers, and some wings. Bro, I never got my fucking Arnold Palmer. Oh, man, I'm never. Sorry. And the girl's like, hey, so how was how, 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 And I'm like. I leaned over on your table and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I was like, yeah, I never got my Arnold Palmer. She's like, really? I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, you're over there chopping up with those other dudes as a table of eight, and you're trying to fucking get a fat tip. Yeah, you know it's just me and my kid. Little little does she know that I have this thing where I always try to. If I just get paid and I go somewhere, like me and my girl look at each other, we're like, if the service is good, we're we're tipping fat. 
Like stupid. It'll be like a $30 bill. We'll tip like 40 bucks. Pull up to Jalisco's next time. <laughs> we got the best service. <laughs> the best service. Dude, we, we always, that's like, that's one of the things. That's one of the rules. Like we always tip well. That's always. Nice. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, especially a job like that. It's like dudes are just like, hey, baby, you know, uh, leaving their phone numbers on your shit and not tipping you. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck that. So we always try to look out. Man, look, I still ended up tipping the girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I tipped her like, tw- you know, whatever it was, 20 something percent. They make bank over there. Bro, they make bank, but you got to take care of people. Yeah, yeah. You got to fucking take care of people. I, I don't understand that. Like you work in the service industry like that. You should know like, hey, dude, if I take care of people, people are going to come back. People are going to want to sit in my section. My nephew used to work at... Uh, I call a, it tap and go, too. Tap and go, that's my, my system in place. How so? Tap and go, it's... Uh, don't sit there and have a conversation with somebody and waste... I, I call it wasting 10 minutes of your time, you know, as a server. But tap and go, hey, you doing okay? Can I get you anything? And then go. Get what they need and go. Why? Because, yeah, maybe you, you are there to go see Stephanie because, you know, Stephanie works there on Friday nights, whatever, but... Stephanie's got a job to do and she's got so many tables. So Stephanie should be like, you know, very kind to you, but provide you service, provide you with the character, provide you with hospitality, but don't be there. And like, this isn't like community hour. You know, we're going to chat for 15 minutes while my employer pays me to do nothing. Just sit here and talk. Right. Well, if you're, if you're doing your job well, I think you, you, you make the most of your interactions with people. You know, you say hi to the kids, Mm -hmm. you say hi to everybody, you know, if there's a kid like having a bad day, you mention like, hey, how you doing, buddy? You having a bad day? Oh, it's all right. Hey, you bring him a little fucking something. You know what I mean? Like, hey, can we bring him on? Is that cool? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Little shit like that goes a long way. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Even for dogs. And for dogs. Bring something for the dog. Mm -hmm. Dude, all that shit, man. It it makes you feel like you're noticed. As a a patron, makes you feel like, dude, these people like want to take care of me. Mm -hmm. But... If you don't bring my fucking Arnold Palmer, I'm over here choking to death on a fucking... Yeah, and you're sitting there telling me, <laughs> telling me you're sorry. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's so another sorry. one of my pet like, peeves dude, in the, the hospitality, fuck? man, is when uh, your server tells you they're sorry like five times. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, like, uh, oh, I'm sorry. We're out of uh, French fries. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, um, What did you want again? You know, stuff like that. I'm like, why are you sorry? Just do what you got to do. Don't be sorry for something you can't control. Just do what you got to do. Yeah, tell them like, hey, fuck your French fries. I know at the restaurant, people <laughs> would go up there all the time, leave you like $2 for some guacamole. Crazy? They're like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Like, why are you sorry? Your job is to charge them, not to make them feel bad about what they're paying for. No, I get that. Also, hey, avocados are fucking six bucks a piece. Crazy. So what the fuck are we talking about? Limes right now, man. Have you bought some limes lately? No. Crazy. Yeah, it's like two for a dollar. What, are we fucking blaming Putin for that shit, too? What the fuck are we doing? Who, who do we blame? The federalities. The federalities? Yeah. <laughs> We're blaming now, somebody. Every time around the same year, it always goes up. I, I think there's a, citrus. There's a case limit on them, actually, until tomorrow. You go to Restaurant Depot, they got a big old fat sign that says you can only buy two cases of limes. Really? hmm See, we're getting the game over here, bro. Because, fucking, I wouldn't know that shit. Like, I just go to Costco or I go to uh, uh, Bel Air. Just go get a little bag of limes. Or I go to uh, Mirancho. This is a business, right? What you guys do? It's a business? So you have a Kinda, business yeah, license? Yeah, it's a, like a seller's permit or anything like that or no? It's a, we got a second medicine. Okay, yeah. 
Well, you can still apply for a seller's permit in the city of Sacramento, and it's free. Yeah. Once you get that, get a wholesale um, wholesale membership, Restaurant Depot, or else like the produce stores, you don't pay no sales tax on anything, and it's wholesale. And you don't have to buy in bulk. You can buy in units. I be telling Bro. all my friends, like, even Ronald. I got Ronald yeah, yeah. to yeah, going yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah, from, uh, like, from Las Palmas. Shout out, dude. Shout out. Shout out to Ronald Bonilla. No, but... Uh, that, that uh, dude, hey, that dude was really nice for a young man like that, because he's he's a young dude. But for a young man to come out like with the old school fucking respect, like, hey guys, how hey, we how you raised. doing, bro? That's that was so cool because I'm like, oh, like that's how like my grandparents were that way. Like when we'd go to a restaurant with my grandparents and they knew the owners, the owners would come out like, hi, they'd shake everybody's hand, how you guys doing, how you guys feeling, hey, hey, long time no see, oh shit, <laughs> fucking is that tequila, dude? I'm over here smacking mics and shit. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it's just like you know, you just that's the right way to do it. You man. You, you go you greet people. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a thing. You know, dude. you're not overpowering. You're like you're inviting. Pres- you're, yeah, you're not presenting like stress or nothing. You're just like, hey, how you doing? Checking yeah, like, hey, what's your name? Huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm, you know, not as his food fire though. Yeah, dude, my girl, she's been going there since she was in college. They would go over there, like her and all her friends would go to uh, Las Palmas and go buy the pupusas over there. And she's like, dude, let's go get pupusas. And I'm like, all right, let's go. So we strike out over there. And then fucking I met homeboy. I was like, this dude. Now he's dope, man. He's growing up now right now, too, because uh, his, his, he just lost his dad. dad yeah, just, yeah. I, that, was, that was one of the things I mentioned was his tattoo. His tattoo was really fresh. Badass, huh? He got it from beautiful. Columbia. Yeah, yeah. That's what, he was, that's what he was telling me. He was yeah. like, yeah, bro, because I saw it. And I was like, dude, that's a beautiful tattoo. Your dad would be proud, man. It, his dad was a cool cat, man. He was uh, always welcoming. I never seen him in a bad mood. You know, um, and he was that type of guy, like, if you walked in and, like, didn't even, like, turn around and look at him, he still knew you were there. He was like, hey, mijo, como esta? You know? Trying to be shy and come sneak. Like, yeah, yeah, that's nah, not happening. How you, how you doing, mijo, como esta? Good, good. You doing good? Yeah, cool. Anything I can get for you? No, I'm okay, thank you. Bueno, have a good day. I'll see you next time. Bro, that's that's old school hospitality. Yeah. And I, I, that's that's what it's I mean. Always, it's always those head nods and those winks and the, yeah, like, the hey. hand gestures, you know, and you, you feel it, man. It's like, yeah. You know, you're giving each other a hug right now. Like, yeah, it's it's, see you. it's a real interaction with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, that's how I feel when, uh, like when I go to Oak Park right here, when I go to Oak Park Brewery, like everybody there is fucking cool, dude. I like Oak Park. Bro, that place is, that's my favorite brewery in town. Like that's my office away from the office. You know, I tell everybody, I'm like, dude, that's my favorite place. Like the whiskey burger over there. Fuck. Martin knows. I figure what I get. I want to say it's a it's a sandwich. No. I know my daughter likes her fries. I do. Their fries are bomb. They got fire fries. The what? They got the OPB burger. OPB burger. That's what it is. Yep. Comeback sauce. Mm hmm. They just got a new chef in there, and she's making things. Really. Oh, dude, we showed up too early for the whiskey, for the whiskey burger on Saturday. Uh, we showed up like around twelve thirty, and they're like, "No, we don't make the whiskey burger till two. We got the Oak Park burger. We got." I said, "Dude, shoot it, shoot that thing." No, nah, they do good there. I like there. I like Fixins. Fixins is pretty cool. They I've never been, I, dude. Same owners. Same yeah. owners. Yeah, I, I've never been to Fixins, dude. To my to my regret, I've never been to Fixins. And I tell my wife, like, dude, we gotta have a Fixins night. Like one of these nights, just go over there and just be like, hey, take dude. your kids, man. They got Kool Aid. 
Let's go. They got Kool-Aid, like the good Kool-Aid, too. Dude, I don't think my kids have ever had Kool-Aid. Oh, you got to take them then. Dude. They're going to be off the okay. wall. So, so here's the thing. It's like, like, it's like good-ass Kool-Aid, though. It's like you and I can probably make some good Kool-Aid. Yeah. We'll probably get down on it. But they got some bomb-ass Kool-Aid there. Dude, look, my dad, like growing up, he used to get like generic, like store brand Kool-Aid. Yeah. Not, not even real Kool-Aid. It was like just fucking drink mix. Yeah. You'd have to fix it. Yeah. So you <laughs> like put a bunch of sugar in it and just tastes like sugar yeah. with like a color. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when he got, when he became an adult, he was like, nope, we're getting all the Kool-Aid and we're getting, he used to like to get high C. They used to have high C in like these, uh, like a tin can and you like got to punch the top. Yeah. Like the pet milk? Yeah. You had to punch the top. And dude, that dude fucking loved that shit. And we always had Kool-Aid in the fucking refrigerator. Always, always Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid. And I was like, dude, I'm I'm Kool-Aided out, dad. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, man, this stuff is the best. Nah, go pop in the fixings. Get, go down memory lane one time. Let's go, dude. <laughs> I'm down, dude. dude I, like I remember service there, man. Uh, they use toast. See, I geek out to like restaurant stuff. So my conversation with people is always a little different. Um, they use toast point of sale. You know what a point of sale is? Cash register system? No. It's a cash register system. I don't know what that is. Uh, no, like a... Like the how you, you go up and pay. That's a, you know when you go to a diner and they, they sit there and they write a ticket down and then they right. come back and then they give you a bill type thing? Yeah. Well, toast, it eliminates all that. They walk up and they pretty much got a phone that has all the buttons and everything that you would ever request on the, on the phone. So they're taking your order and at the same time they're putting it in. And in real time, it's, it it's popping up on the kitchen. And that's why, like, when you come in, like, you just place an order, right? You go and you take a sip of your beer. And two seconds later, your plate is right there in front of you. And you're like, what the fuck? That was magic. And it's hot. You know, it's because it's real-time POS system. Oh, that, shit. That's, how, that's the language that I speak. I speak time. I don't feel like everyone has enough time to just... I hate when I go to a restaurant, it takes 20 minutes to get a glass of water. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're like, dude. I'm ready to order. You're dude, like, yeah, look, your server will be right with you. You're dude, like, you we just went, bring me water and you're not even going to take my water? You're going to have someone else come take my water? Dude, I went to the shady lady. Yeah. Bro, and I don't know what it was, but it, it seemed like like the lady, like the girl who was taking our order, like like we were bothering her. And she just like kept walking past us and she was like, <sighs> and she's like, oh, I'll be right with you. I'll be right with you. And then she just like go talk to the band that was like tuning up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I told my girl, I said, hey. Get the fuck out of here. Let's go to fucking Bach. You went to Bach and we had some like fucking Bach. dude. Bach was fucking great, dude. And they got uh, Bach uses toast. Yeah, and they got um, they it's Urban Roots, so they got fucking great beer. They got fucking the Nashville chicken sandwich. Shout out to Gregory. Just had a baby. Oh, you know those folks? Yeah, I know oh. everybody, man. I'm the OG in town. I'm the new. The You're the new, new OG? OG. You're the new OG. Well, yeah. shit, bro. I I got a lot of people in town signed up on toast, but uh, I remember Fixins and Oak Park Brewery. They're, they're one of the first to have it here in town. It started off in like a uh, East Coast, and um, everyone else back in the day they used to use like different platforms. You know, kind of like how an Android and an Apple is. Yeah, it does the same thing, but it's which one's easier to use for people. <laughs> and it got revived because of COVID. What? But because of COVID, it, it kind of... Toast? People started using it more. Yeah. I think it's because they pretty much started giving it away for free. I'm the only uh, mobile facility that uses Toast right now in Sacramento, in in Northern California. See, it's weird because, like, uh, like you speak a, another language. Well, like mine's it, just time, man. Mine's... Yeah, I, I'm busy, you know? Just how right. you were today. You said you yeah. did all this and that. I'm busy. 
Yeah, bro. I've oh. got my schedule planned out. I'm not a type of guy who's like, you know, about punctuality and all that. Like, I do my best, you know? That's but you got to get shit done. Yeah. I'm a girl. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, that's how I am, bro. That's how I, I am. I don't sleep no 12 hours. I sleep maybe like five, six. Bro. Look, I... <laughs> I can't yeah. sleep. I can't sleep past six a.m. I can't do it unless I unless I went to sleep like at two drunk. Then yeah. I'll wake up like at seven. But nah, even I wake up drunk still. And be like, dude, right, oh, bro, go. and I'm saying because my kids wake up. If my kids are up, I'm up. Like yeah. that's just how it goes. If these fuckers wake up, I'm like, oh fuck. I let my wife sleep and I'm up. Like even if I'm drunk from the night before, I'm like, okay, guys, what are we doing? And they're like, I want a turkey sandwich. I'm like, all right, you want a fucking turkey sandwich for breakfast? Dude, my oldest son, oh, he wants that he's in that mode right now. He wants a turkey sandwich or life cereal. Like, give me one of those two things or don't or don't, don't give me anything. That's not bad though. That sounds pretty healthy. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, fucking let's go, dude. So I fucking and then my other kid, he just wants fruit. He wants blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries. And he calls them all boo boo. He calls them all boo boo. He's like boo boo. My daughter wants lollipops. Oh shit! She like she looks she looks at her mom. She's like, "Mama, I want a lollipop." She's like, "No." She comes right over to me, "Dada, can I get a lollipop?" Come on. Uh, we give her those vitamin C lollipops though. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, uh, those are good, dude. Those are good. I mean, she doesn't know the difference. But they're they're still loaded with sugar. And and here's the thing: like when my I told my girl this, I go, "Look, when did you, you know we, a fun fact, real quick? Uh, tequila. If you're diabetic, you can drink tequila." You hear that, diabetics? Because it has natural sugars in it. Nice. I, I heard the same thing about whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, whiskey and tequila are the same. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. I've heard that about whiskey too. Like, if you're on a keto diet, yeah. you could drink whiskey. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Time to go keto, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'm drinking this. Uh, dude, I'll never drink tequila the same way. It, it'll probably make me hate the nope. bad tequilas even worse. But it'll probably make me really enjoy the the good ones even better. Even You've been more. on those tequila tours, you said, right? Tequila? No. No, was it you? Yeah. They tell you too. Um, tequila takes so long to make that it's not meant to just be shot back like a shot of vodka. It's not machine made. This is like a handcrafted. Yeah, the dudes type. are toasting the fucking maguey. The, well, the agave takes the, uh, ten the years. Agave, I'm sorry. Ten years for it to mature enough to chop down and actually make tequila. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all tequila comes from Jalisco. Ex- most of it, actually. Uh, I think it's like 90% of it. There's um, Guanajuato. And there is uh, one more. But they don't really matter because Jalisco got it. Jalisco is where the got tequila's the, at. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in order for so tequila I've to seen, be called tequila, it has to come from Jalisco. So I've seen uh, like how they make it. Like how they got to dig up the fucking plant and then they get the, they chop the heart out of it and then they toast the heart mm-hmm. and then they let that shit ferment. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, they, they chop it up. Mario's got the facts. Um, Jalisco and municipality is like Guanajuato, Michoacan, Michoacan, Nayarit, Tamaulipas. Tamaulipas, yeah. Yep. They're probably all in the same fucking mountain range. Mm hmm. See, I went here, and uh, it was my dad, me, and my best friend, my compa Eduardo. Uh, we went out there, and these guys received us, like, super well, like, super humbling. It was only two dudes, and they had a whole big-ass hacienda, you know, and that, like, this is the shit right here. Vicente Fernandez got this. Like, this is a, this is bigger than Patron, you know? Yeah. But now nah, it was two dudes, and they are like, nah, these gabachos, they come by, and they offer me money, and I'm not going to sell. 
I'm, I won't sell, you know? And I love that, dude. That's their motto. They're like, nah, like, you know, Patron, they use machines to make their... To harvest the shit harvest and do all, and all that. that. No. We're old school, you know? We even give our... Because they use horses and donkeys to, to turn the... Um, the mill? The mill. The millstone or whatever? And they give them breaks. After eight hours, they get a break. Fuck, dude. They're old school. They're like, it, this just takes time. Dude, that, it's artisanal. Like, I love that kind of shit, dude. Like, people who who build something and just say, I'm not selling it. I'll pass it on to somebody, but I'm not fucking selling it. It's not for sale. Dude, I love that. That's how my dad is right now with this little property down there. Bro, I'm, I'm sure. Dude, so I told my dad, because I was being a spoiled brat, right? And he asked me just the other day, he goes, what's your end goal? You know, what's your end goal? You want a food truck? What do you want to do? That's what I thought I wanted. But I, I told him, like, I, I just want freedom. You know, I want a, this new job entity that I took on. I still call it a job, you know, because you still got to do something. Um, it, it made me understand what time is. You know, I have my daughter. When I started it, I was working six, seven days a week, 12, 14 hours a day, just the same way I was at the restaurant. But I wasn't seeing my daughter this time. She was away with somebody. My mother-in-law was babysitting her. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let somebody else raise my daughter. So I, I cut my schedule back to three or four days a week, and I had to figure out how can I start a business and let it work for itself without me having to be there, you know. And uh, I told my dad that I was like, at the end of the day, I want to keep this mobile thing going. But if anybody's gonna take your spot at the restaurant, I want it to be me. You know, and the only way that you're ever going to sell it is, is if I raise my hand. So here I am. That's my end goal. Yeah, dude. He ain't going to give it and, to me. And but but here's He's the school. Well, what, dude? That's He's that's the me thing. Work for it. You fucking work for it. But you know, the the thing is, like, if you you train enough people, you're going to find the right kind of person. I hope so. To to give, you know, to give the reins to for the mobile units. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, look. It's not rocket science, man. Yeah, you know? but but dude, but it but it it's not rocket science, but it's like lightning striking when you get the right fucking person. When you get the right person, you're almost ready to give them everything to fucking yeah, not for because sure. because it's like I'm willing to pay you to do something that I thought only I could do, but motherfucker, you can do it. I'm willing to pay you, and then I can go do my thing and go do other stuff. And I'm still making a profit. And as you run this, I'm happily paying you because now I'm free, still making money while you run all this other shit for me. And you're happy because you're good at this and people like you and all this stuff. Like that's, that's everything, dude. That's, I think that's everything. And I think that's, that, that's the place I think most business owners want to get to. And the thing that I think keeps a lot of business owners from doing that is they get cheap. Or they're they're a control freak. Or they're a control freak. Or both. Yeah. I won't work for those fuckers. Yeah, nah. I won't work for those fuckers. Mm -mm. Cheap control freaks? Get the fuck out of here. Right? (laughs) Bro, there's... You get paid this week. Dude, where I work right now, there's there's people, like, ready to leave. They're like, dude... A lot of people are, man. There's everyone hiring right now, and it's not because there's a shortage of jobs. It's because the employers are just not being... Compensated. Yeah. Not being fair, man. You're going to make... You make ten thousand dollars today, but you're gonna pay this guy to fifty or sixty bucks to do all the labor. Like, come on, just be a little more fair up his wage, give him a living wage. Yeah, dude. It, 
It's not even 10%. You got 10, you know? Labor Dude, that's like 0.5%. Labor cost is supposed to be at least 20% at most in the restaurant business, you know? Up his wage a little bit. Yeah. You want to hire more people to do the job? Well, good luck because you're going to get someone that comes in for two hours that really don't care now. Yeah, they're like, I don't care. I'm just here for right. a couple hours. Keep I go to school. for six hours and pay them a little bit more. And that was one of the other, like, factors that, like, kind of caused me to just go, like, you know what? I'm done, dude. When they start, like, tripping off, like, what they're paying me. And it's like, hey, dude, do you not know how much I save you? Like, it's mutually beneficial. Like, I always make sure, like, I'm not... I never want to work anybody because that's super short-sighted. Like if I'm like totally winning on something, I'm like, dude, this isn't sustainable. Like you're going to see it and be like resentful toward me. Like dude, I need to get rid of this fucking dude. He's been ripping me off this whole time. And I'm like, no, no, I thought you knew. Like, no, I want to make it so that it's fair. So that everybody's feeling like they're winning. Like I'm happy with this. Are you happy with this? You're happy with it? Cool. We're both happy. But when, you know, there's comments being made about, you know, well, does he have to work that many hours? And it's like, hey, dude, I know what I I know the skill set that I have. You know what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, dude, and are I know, like, if I'm making an hourly wage, right, and I'm doing, you know, let's say, put in a dishwasher or a garbage disposal, do they charge like fucking two fifty and up to go install those things? And I'm gonna charge you an hourly rate, like twenty five, twenty six. You know, maybe $30, whatever it is, an hour. It takes me an hour and a half to do that. And I'm doing other shit for you, like electrical shit, you know, putting yeah, up shelves, doing all that shit. Like, dude, I've just brought value to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, over the course of months, I'm saving you thousands of dollars. But, you know, you're like, well, can we can we trim some fat? Dude. That like, sucks. okay, yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, go fucking call that fucking plumbing company and before they even pull their tools off their truck they're charging you 200 bucks just to look at stuff and god bless those plumbing companies like hey cool but yeah but you had me and i was gonna fucking do it Mm -hmm. and now you're saying like well can we i don't know man uh can we uh like oh and i just said hey you know what thank you for the opportunity man thank you that's how it's been fun the state man i'm like you guys gotta ask it pay me Twenty eight hundred a month before not, we take out taxes. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's not gonna yeah. work. I like the benefits, but no, thank you. But I think that's just such an old school thing, dude. Because I was a I was a union iron worker, and you know, it's like playing it safe, no, dude. Like the money's good on the check, but it doesn't make sense for my life. Like, dude, I'm a creative dude. I want to do creative shit. Like, the name of the podcast is Art Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there's... Like, dude, what you do is an art. I believe so. Dude, like, you're making these tacos fucking delicious. So and... Like, like I was telling you earlier, the language that I speak, you know, um, before our tacos never looked the same way that they look now. But the reason why... You know, you go to a taco place and... Or you see those videos of those guys in TJ and they're just throwing... Salsa in there and slapping it on tacos. and Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all good. You know, tacos, taco. But yeah. me, I look at a taco as a piece of art. You know, the plate that I'm putting it on has to look nice. It can't be all greasy or all dirty because who's going to want to eat off that? 
the tortilla has to have a certain texture. It's like science, you know? And uh, so I, I calculated, okay, if this four-ounce scoop of salsa can make me four tacos, that's how I calculate it. You know, and that's why, if I don't know if you've seen my tacos recently, but they all look the same because it's a science. It's one, two, three, four. I know what that scoop is going to give me. I know what this bottle, this bottle is going to pour me 17 and a half shots of tequila, two ounce pours. It's all science. Bro, we got the fucking right guy on the podcast, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, that's, but that's a thing. But that, like, so there's a science to it, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's hard numbers and, you know, you want to hit those things. But there's an art to doing it because you can you can have look, you can have the fucking the math right and nobody give a fuck. The art comes in when you move when you move everything to work mm-hmm. and, and it comes out a certain way because you can give everybody the same fucking ingredients, the same bottle of tequila and you tell them, hey, this is how you do it. Go. And there's going to be out of 40 people, there's going to be three that are like, fuck, how'd you do that? Art is not a cookie cutter. It's not, dude. It's you can't stencil. Not. You can't stencil your way out of that. You know. <sighs> Say that again. You cannot stencil your way through art. Art is not a stencil. You hear that? And somewhere that. <laughs> hey, hey, except for there's a stencil artist somewhere going like, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> there's a stencil artist right <laughs> now going like, you haven't seen my stencils. Yesterday, uh, shout out to Angel from uh, Art Monster, the balloon guy. You ever see him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, his wife. Uh, gave me a tattoo yesterday. She she was like, you know, like, you want a tattoo? Support it because we're going to be on the news. We did a pop-up in El Grove at Onnit Coffee. And uh, I was like, all right, sure. So I sit down. And I'm picking out the art that I want. And uh, I don't see anything I like, so I pick Winnie the Pooh. I'm just trying to be a team player. Pick Winnie the Pooh, put it on my cheek. <laughs> and I'm telling her, you know, I'm, I'm going on this, this vacation, bachelor party, you know. I'm going to Guadalajara a couple days, blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, shit. That's a 10-day tattoo. And I'm like, you're kidding me. I got a Winnie the Pooh on my cheek for 10 days. <laughs> Dude, I was strapping my shit so hard last night trying to get that off. It's well, it's off, off now. now. Yeah. yeah, I think I got like a little glitter here and there. but Nah, it's good, bro. Yeah, I was tripping. Bro. <laughs> I was tripping. For this bachelor party, I went out and bought a, a, a blow-up doll. Nice. Yeah, we named her Cindy. Cindy's good old Cindy. She didn't come everywhere with this. Oh, dude. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't come everywhere with you guys. I hope she got not. three holes, yeah. I uh, fucking hope not, bro. But shout out to Cindy, the shout blow up doll. Shout out to Cindy. Yeah, God bless your she fucking pee picking heart. international. Yeah, I know. That's for Cindy. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, though. Yeah, so uh, what's the agenda like? Oh, man, if I could tell you, I would. Just kidding. Uh, we're just going to go out there and have a good time. We're going to go. Uh, my lady might listen to this later. She's going to be in San Diego at the same time. Uh, well, she's going to be doing her thing. Yeah, I hope so. Bro, I, that's one thing I, I tell my girl. Like, look, fucking go have fun. Like, you don't have to worry about me tripping. I'm you don't the have same to way. I fucking, I trust you. I love you. If I didn't trust you, we wouldn't be married. Even with drugs and all that, like, or, or you know, like messing around, cheating. I told her, like, straight up, I'm not into that. Yeah, the place, the place, uh, I, the place I am in life right now. I care about what I got going. on. I got a lot to lose. I don't want to go out there and blow it for nothing. 
You yeah, know, like, give you half. You see all these, see all these people. <laughs> yeah, give you half. Right now we're not married. And now yet. you hate me. Like, uh, hold on, you hate me, and now you got half of my shit. Right. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. How about we just stay fucking cool? I even told my homies, I'm like, you know, you guys are gonna go out and goof off or whatever, you know. But I see all these people dying off fentanyl, whatever it is. Like, dude, I already did all that when I was younger. You know, it's not fun to me. Even drinking, I can drink here and there, but moderately. I don't go too hard. You know, I'm not gonna go like crazy seven days in a row. It's just not me. I don't bro, know. It's just me, though. If, bro, I'm the same way, and I I physically cannot. Like, I can't. Yeah, I just, like, it's not dude, fun no more. Yeah, it's like, I used dude, to be able to wake up and just go, go at it oh, again. Oh, dude, I'd be the first one up. Yeah. I'd be good. the first one up going, hey, you fucking pussies. Yeah. And I'd be like, let's go. And I'd just be like, well, what are we going to do? I, let's go get some pizza. And everyone's like, fuck, dude, I got a fucking pounding headache. I'm like, all right, fuck you. I'm going to make some eggs and some fucking hot dogs. Let's go. Yeah. Now I'm like... Hey guys, let's just take it slow. Let's just ease into it. Let's see what happens. No, my girl's hella cool. We we've been rocking together for so long. She already knows how I am. You know, we can walk in a room. I'd be like, "Girl, walk by with the fat ass." I'm like, and she'd be like, "That's fake." (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but we're gonna go out there have a good time. Um. He's been with his girl for like ten years now. They got three kids together. Oh, that's fucking cool, man. So I told his girl straight up, like, I'm going to have titties in his face every day, but I'm not going <laughs> to let him cheat. I'm not going to let him cheat, but this is a this is a passageway, you know, it's the right away. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, we're hazing him. I like it, dude. Yeah. People need friends like you, bro. Yeah. And fuck yeah. It started off 12 of us going. Oh, shit. Now sure. there's only five. What, the wives get involved? We're like, all yeah, right, you ain't much, fucking going. Pretty much. See, my wife is cool. She'll tell me like, dude, you should fucking go. I always say, no, nah, I'm not going to go. And my wife goes, dude, you should fucking go. You should go. Like this weekend, my buddy, um, he told me to come up because um, he was my cellie for six years in prison. And when he, he ended up getting transferred to San Quentin and in San Quentin, he met all these really cool, like people from the Bay Area and from LA who are into like the rehabilitative process of prison, like trying to bring people like a bit of humanity in prison because the reality is people are fucking getting out. You're going to get out at some point. Most, you know, most people are going to get out. And if you get out and you're the same piece of shit or worse, you didn't learn nothing. You didn't learn nothing. You're just going to go back. And then they look at it the same way I do that. That's like a, that's so sad because it's a waste I, of time. Dude, I well not just sad, it's a waste of a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, like this person has these dude, I've met people that I could not fucking stand. Like I fucking like dude, I don't want to fucking deal with that dude. I don't want to do nothing. But A, that's somebody's son. Exactly. B, they have these talents and these gifts that they're not using for anything. And for them to live their whole lives like that is so sad, dude. So some of the people that my boy has met, like are in the Marin Shakespeare group. Um, there's some legal offices that, you know, represent people who are, you know, wrongly incarcerated or people who are trying to like, you know, get out through the parole process. However it is like as a lifer. And they're, they're now doing some stuff with like the 
the state where they're trying to put money into people's hands who used to be incarcerated. So he said, dude, look, there's grants for dudes like you and me. Second chance. He's like, they're giving away money. You got to come get some. We're going to get some help. Like in writing the grants, because we don't know how to write grants. He's like, but I know some people who do. Hell yeah. So. I believe in that too, man. It's like who, who you were and what you did then is not the same person that you are today. I would say. I don't think you, I don't think you can be. You could be much worse. But like you said, there's or you could be people, much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not neutral. You're not the same for sure. But definitely I'd say maybe, you know, deserve a second chance. Why not? Well, it's a to lot be, harder. To be fair, I've met some people that I'm like, nah. if you don't come home, I won't be heartbroken. <laughs> Dude, I've I met a few. It. I've I met a few because there's some people who are just like, there's some people who are just sick, bro. It's like, gross, oh, yeah. like you're a killer. Like you don't, you're, you're not much more than that. Mm-hmm. You, you, like there's dudes who have like a fucking pet lizard, you know what I mean? And their whole life is that fucking pet lizard. But they're fucking killers, dude. They're fucking murderers. And it's like, go yeah. ahead, keep that lizard, buddy. Like, you, you know, go ahead. You just do your thing. I'm cool. Good morning. Good night. See See, I, never, I never got to sit in that lane. Oh, bro, it's, it's weird. I it's went a, to county a couple of times and I was, I was shook. I was like, I ain't coming back. Oh, bro. It's, it's weird. Like when you meet people and you look them in the eye and you're like, like there's something, like there's something missing oh. from you. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's, there's something like. That's real though. Dude, that's real. There's, there's real people like that. And not know, like but, they chose to be that way either. Yeah. That's the fucked up part, right? Sometimes they're just off chemically. In yeah. The mind. And, and also like some people have just lived their whole lives a certain way. And they're just not going to change. They don't know no better. Well, they do know better. They just don't do better. I don't know, dude. It was it was weird because when I got paroled, I was 34. And believe it or not, that's really young for a lifer to get paroled. And there you were a lifer? I was a lifer, dude. I caught a life sentence at 18. Damn it. So when I got paroled or when I got found suitable, I'd only been down for just over my minimum which was 15. And there was due to like, when I left to go to the parole board, cause it's like an all day thing. You go like at six in the morning, like you're up, excuse me, you're up and you're waiting for them to call you to the, like the, the holding pen. Mm-hmm. And then your lawyer comes, sees you and talks to you through the bars and tells you, okay, these are the commissioners. This is what's going on. We're going to go do whatever. And then you walk into the room and there's these parole board commissioners and there's a, there's an officer and the DA is there and your lawyer is there and they ask you questions and you kind of state your case. Well, dude, it's, it's a fucking trip, dude. Cause you, you, they're just throwing questions at you. Like, who were you? How'd you end up doing this? How'd, How'd you end nerves? up doing that? <sighs> fucking fried. I bet. Cause you don't, you don't sleep much. Dude, just being hooked up to the, to this stuff right here right now. I was like, I was having a sweat attack in the beginning. I was like, hella self-conscious, you know, like, how do I oh, say Oh, bro, like, like, no, but I can imagine what dude, that feels it, like. Because your, your, your life is in their hands. That's your life. You know what I mean? They're asking you questions like, you know, what was your, what were your parents like? How did you react to that? How did that make you feel? Um, so like what were you growing up like? Edited out, huh? Yeah, dude, it's like, it, it's, they're right there and it's all a transcript. So every word you say in there is tra- is transcribed and you can go back and read it. It was so weird. It'd be like an all day thing. 
So you're in there for like three hours minimum. Some people are in there for your initial, it's like six hours. So the first time I went, I went two times. The first time they shot me down and they deliberated for like an hour and a half. And my lawyer actually came out and she goes, hey, they're talking about letting you go home. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah. And that was like unheard of. And she's like, dude, they're, they're talking about letting you go home. She's like, I don't want to get your hopes up. But I stayed back and they're talking about letting you go home. I was like, Whoa. And when I walked back in, they said, you know, we decided to, you know, that you were unsuitable for parole, but you have all these other factors and we think that you're a great candidate for the future. But, you know, because of the heinousness of your crime and all this stuff, I was like, fuck, dude. But I, I, I just went, I just focused on the positive. Like you guys wanted to let me go, but you weren't going to do it because my shit's crazy. I got a fucking, like a beating death, dude. It's fucking, it's not good. So when I went back, like the first time I went back, like it, I went like at five in the morning, like almost six and I was in the holding tanks and in the parole board room until like 1045 at night. Damn. So I was just there all day. I was the third one on the docket. So I was just there. I was there all fucking day. I didn't get found suitable, but, you know, me and my friends said, hey, dude, look, we're going to celebrate either way. So we bought like a bunch of stuff to make like burritos. So we bought tortillas and like shredded beef and um, all kinds of stuff. And I had started like prepping it in the morning before I went. Yeah, I see well, how I you fucking, guys get down in there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, bro. I used to have a, I used to have a fryer, bro. I used uh-huh, to have a fryer. I so bet. I would like fry the shit in a fucking hot pot, bro. Fucking great. I could still make a fucking mean ass <laughs> jail spread. I, I cooked it one time and my girl's like, what is that? That smells amazing. I go, it's a fucking beef log. That's what oh, that yeah. is. A fucking summer sausage and pork skins and like some other shit. But it's amazing. Yeah. Well, anyways, I made a fucking burrito that night. And I remember sitting there. I was sit like sitting on the edge of my bunk eating a fucking burrito. And I thought, life is pretty good, man. It didn't go my way today, but it's gonna one day. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Hell yeah, dude. Cheers. 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 Look at that. That's inspiring, man. Bro. To be able to sit here and share a table with somebody, you know, that that went through that. But look, and I went through it again. Nuh-uh. But the next time, I was first on the docket, so I came back. Dude, it was kind of the same thing, but afterward, when I went back in there, like they said, we have found you suitable, blah, blah, blah. And I went, wait, what? suitable for parole like I was like fuck dude and I remember just like crying in there I remember the tears just coming down I was like fuck dude this is crazy like this thing's fucking over like what that's crazy and then uh, when we walked out my lawyer gave me a hug but like in a little courtyard and the DA walks out and he goes Mr. Hernandez he's like I just want to say uh, congratulations on being found suitable and uh, and I wish you all the best and he fucking shook my hand dude and I was like, whoa. And then when I went back to the building, everyone's like, hey, what happened? What happened? What happened? And I go, I got that thing. And they were like, yeah. oh, dude. And like my good friends were like, dude, fuck yeah, dude, fuck yeah. And there were some cats who I broke bread with, dude, who we'd fucking eat. We'd walk the track together. We'd like, you know, if they were short on something, I'd get them. If I was short on something, they'd get me. They're wishing me the best as I walked out the door. But when I walked back and got found suitable, those dudes wouldn't fucking talk to me. They're hating, huh? Well, it's not It's not even that. It's that... They weren't ever going to see that? They're so sad for themselves, yeah. they can't be happy for me. And I realized, like, that's not my problem. 
Like that's that's a you thing. That's not a me thing. Like I you were telling me to do this. But then when I did it, you got so sad at the fact that you didn't do it the last time. Or the last cuz dude there was selfishness dudes, isn't always a bad thing. It's it's not. But but you know, if you but hopelessness, hey, but hopelessness is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hopeless people are dangerous, dude. And I, mm, I they're draining. Well, well, not just that, like they can't they don't believe they they've lost hope in themselves. So they can't hope in you. Mm-hmm. They can't be happy for other people. And I just kinda you know, there was a couple cats that, you know, I was pretty close with, man. And you know, I walked out of there without them saying a word to me. And it takes three months from the time you're found suitable it takes three months for you to get like okayed by the governor the whole nine and there was some cats who just didn't fuck with me anymore and then like some dudes would come and tell me like yeah dude so-and-so was like hating on you and you know they're talking shit saying like you know i don't know why he got found suitable i've been to board 10 times and i i go hey man it's all right dude you know what i mean it's got to be heartbreaking you're a strong dude though man i don't know if anybody's ever told you that or if you realize that yourself but your mental space, strong. Bro, you, you have to be. You have to be. And that's one thing that I want to give to my kids. Because, like, one thing you learn, that, that I learned, like, reading the Bible, like, the Old Testament, mm-hmm. the Kings, like, when you read Kings, or you, when you read uh, Chronicles, it's like genealogies of all the kings of Israel, like the old-timey kings. And the greatest kings had the worst sons. And I thought about that. I'm like, damn, dude. It's hard for a great man to have kids who are also great. Because you put so much. To me, I thought about this. Like, you put so much into everything else that you don't have anything left for your kids. And that's why, like, these jobs. And fuck these jobs. Yeah, fuck them. They're just jobs. Time, but, man. But the, but the character that, that, that I can share with my kids, the work ethic that I can show my kids... The, the love that I could show my kids, the appreciation that I could show my kids, like that's everything, dude. You know, the when memories you can leave with them. Yeah. The life lessons, the, um, you know, like I walk in, I walk in somewhere and I'll hear a song and I'll be like, think of my grandma right away and be like, Dang. you know, or, or get a whiff. Old lady opening her car as I'm walking down the street. I'm like, that's a perfume. That's my grandma. You know, <laughs> gives you chills. Bro, look, my grandma just turned 84 last week, last Saturday. Gotta go see her, man. Oh, oh dude, we threw a party for her, a surprise party. Okay. Oh, my, that's, that's one of the things, like, we were going to visit my godparents first, but she was hanging out with them. So we couldn't go because we are going to hang out with them and then, like, go to the party and then go surprise granny. But granny was hanging out with them because those are her fucking, that's those are her, her ace deuces. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck. So we went down there. And she said, you know what? I'm so happy that everybody's here. Because my grandma, she talks about, she raised 13 kids. Damn. And only three of them were actually hers. Damn. And she just took all these kids. That's a child of God, they say, right? Bro, you gotta be. Because I look at my kids and I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm ready to put those guys on a fucking bus somewhere. Shit, I told my daughter earlier, she was being hella bad. I was like, you want a pow pow? You want she pow pow? She looked at me with a serious But that's the most piece of shit said, ever, dude. When we you, say, dude, I said to my kid, I said, you want pow pow? You I want pow pow? I was going to scare her. I used my big boy voice this time. And I was like, you want a pow pow? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, 
cute little girl. She's you calling your fucking bluff, yeah. dude. I just had to. I just had to give her to mom. I was like, "You deal with it." Yeah, you deal with mom. You deal with this. And my girl wants it. My my wife wants a little girl. Girls are cool though, bro. Look, I can barely communicate with my wife. Yeah, because I don't understand what she's talking about, like her feelings and all that stuff. I'm like, I'm guessing. I'm just going on like previous history. Yeah. Like, okay, when I said this, she got mad. I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say that shit no more. Bit, I don't say that shit no more. Yeah. And then, like, I just kind of go, like, ah, yeah. And if it comes up again, I'll be like, I like watch her, watch her reaction, like, eh, eh, eh. and I hope she like elaborates on why shit like that makes her sad. And I'm like, okay, yeah. now I kind of get it because I, I don't care about any of that stuff, but it's a big deal to women. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. So I, I'm like, dude, I don't want to fuck up some, some little girl, dude, like mine, like my little girl, like, dude, that's fucking crazy. They always say the girls come out like their dads, uh. Your first I've heard that. My my sister's a lot like my dad, but yeah. I'm a, I'm a lot like my dad too. Like we're both cut ups. We like talk shit. Like we like to have a good time. Where's we're, your dad? We're at? good to people. Oh, he did. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He died. He got hit by a car in uh, 2001, 2002. Yeah, 2002. But did you get to see him? No, no. Right. I was in prison. But they told him because he was an alcoholic. So they told him he was going to die like in a hospital, like fucking with his liver fucked up and all that shit. And his, his thing was like, dude, don't ever put me on no fucking machines. Don't ever put me on any of that shit. And like, that was what it was looking like. And like, you're headed there, pop. Like, that's what it is. And what do you know? Somebody fucking <laughs> driving down the street fucking hit that dude and said, sorry, doc, you're fucking wrong. Right, that's what it. Yeah, and I th- like they came and told me when I was in prison. We we're on lockdown. I was here in uh, New Folsom actually, and uh, they came. You know, chaplain came and got me, and like they told me, "Hey, you got bad news. Your dad got hit by a car." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Fuck, man!" I'm like, well, I thought to myself, at least he didn't die hooked up no fucking machines. I heard that. You know what I mean? He fucking. That's he, he'd go out any other way, basically, that's but crazy. that. So yeah. I said, you know what? Good for him, man. Good for oh, him. Yeah. And uh, I remember going back to my cell and I was watching this movie called Back to School with uh, Rodney Dangerfield. And there's a song by Oingo Boingo called Dead Man's Party. And he goes, it's a dead man's party. Who could ask for more? Everybody's dying. Leave your... Look, Mario's laughing because he knows. <laughs> Everybody's dying. Leave your body at the door. And I was like, of course this song would be on when I fucking hear about this dude dying. I said, that dude would love this shit. Right. And I just kind of laughed to myself and myself. I was like, hey, dude, you all right? I go, dude, my dad would have fucking loved this shit. The irony. Fucking would have killed him. So I'm like, you know what? It's all right. It's going to be all right, man. But yeah, man. That's the way it goes, huh? That's the way it goes. Fucking yeah. life's a crazy thing. See, yeah. my grandpa, my dad's dad, he was a, he was a transient. He was a homeless guy. And so was my dad. He was a professional soccer player in Mexico. He uh he was pretty good, I guess. So he he established a U.S. citizenship. They allowed him to come down here, and then my grandmother, she came with him. She already had three kids at the time when they came here. And uh, one sec, baby, mom was hollering. Oh, she's like, "Where you at?" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, baby mama. Let's take a selfie. Reporting. Let's take- That's where I'm at. Yeah, I like that. I like That's that. Where I'm like, at. this is proof, baby. See, this is proof. Fuck, dude. It's already 10 o'clock. Yeah, 
Sorry, man. I talked. Holy shit, bro! Listen, I'm a chatty patty guy. This is fucking cool, bro. No, thank you guys for having me for real. Because uh, oh, I've never thanks done for... nothing like this before. Like I told you, I had a sweat attack in the beginning. I was like, oh, this, this ain't the tequila. Yeah, you were you were asking like, me about like, hey, is there like a set of questions I should know about? I'm like, nope. Well, I've been on the news a few times recently, and uh, they send you questions. Yeah. What? Yeah. She loved it. I'm good. We got another two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We need more micheladas. Sure. Oh, another meat chain? I brought the whole bottle for you. Hell yeah. All right. Well, well, let's fucking go. But but listen, it's it's 10 o'clock. We're going to have another meet you, And we're going to fucking... Uh, we're just going to shoot the shit off the air. But I want to ask you one question. And I usually ask everybody this, right? God forbid. God forbid. Tornado touches down. Swoops you up in the air, you're gone. Nobody ever sees you again. How do I want to be remembered or what? How do you want to be remembered, man? What's what do you hope your legacy is? I just want to be a good dude, man. I hope uh when people think of me, they think of having a good time. They think of uh the amount of love that I show everybody. I'm a lovable lovable type of guy. I'll give you a big ass hug, you know. Care for your I got dude, my friends are hella big, you know. <laughs> Little gangster wannabe wanna dudes. I'm like, what's up, fool? I love you, man. You know, Fuck I always him. I always tell people <laughs> I love you. You know? And uh, I hope if and when I'm gone then somebody remembers me by that. You know, throw party. Let's have a good time. Amen, brother. Love you. I almost teared up on that. Oh, I love you too, brother. Well, listen, as always. And don't part. forget to eat a taco. <laughs> eat, hashtag eat a taco. Hashtag eat a taco. As always, this podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and the Law.